Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the All Buy the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have some special guests to talk about Star Star Wars, right? Yes, Alessandra Star Wars. <laughs> the Last Jedi, the most recent Star Wars film. So our special guests are my friend Kiefer. Yeah, thanks and, for Oh, sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh I love sorry. Kiefer. And our friend Carlos. Hi. Yay. <laughs> all right, well, I thought we would talk... Can we just... put some cool lightsaber sounds? Oh, yeah, like... like can... choo, yeah. Choo, choo. I could so... probably figure that out. <laughs> Cue lightsaber sound. Oh my god, Carlos. That's pretty legit. I actually do have a lightsaber that makes noise. We actually both do. Didn't you have a light... Yes, yeah. you got them from the, uh, <laughs> the wait, comic wait, 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 we didn't hear that. Get, can you get closer? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> lightsaber sound. Didn't you have those lightsaber chopsticks, too? No, I never had those. Who had those? Was it, was it Brielle? Was it my roommate? My college roommate? I don't know, but those were awesome. Anyways, so Last Jedi what was that movie that was crazy that we would start with spoilers and also initial reactions and expectations for this movie initial as in before we went in what were we expecting what were you expecting and what was your initial reaction to the entire thing i was expecting leia to die okay. that was it that was and it that's all i was expecting she almost did then she almost did yeah okay so there you go it was like half Mm-hmm. Expected, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, I expected it to be pretty amazing, and I wasn't let down in any capacity. I would say um, I didn't think there would be as many amazing moments. I feel like they piled it in, which was awesome for me as an experience in watching it. Um, so I really enjoyed it. They met all of my expectations, at least you know as far as what I was going in. That's nice to hear. Yeah. For me, it's kind of weird because I, for the last three ones, since Force Awakens, I usually go there without any expectations at all. Mm-hmm. I've been slowly training myself to try to enter the theater as if I'm still seven when I first saw A New Hope with mm-hmm. my dad, you know, because if I get to that moment, then I'm not as judgy, you know, and I'm... I went to film school, so you don't want to be that person, that guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I went without any expectations, and it was like a, an enormous, beautiful slap in the face. Like, yes, this is something <laughs> that I, I need to see again. And I did. Yeah. Yeah. I go by that as well. I don't like to have any expectations, because then, whether it's shitty, it's still at least... Enjoyable. Enjoyable, yeah. 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 So has everyone seen it twice? I have. I have you? Yeah. No, just once. Oh, I had to see it again. So you guys are going to be carrying my dead weight in this podcast. No. <laughs> it's not going to be dead. We've Maybe written, numb. Maybe just <laughs> some numb weight. <laughs> well, I, I didn't really expect, honestly, anything. I was just so neutral about it. I, I was really trying to go into this like, well, I have no idea what they're going to do with the story. And I came out of it just shocked that that was a story that they told. And that was really... 
unexpected. Like, I just could not believe what I had just watched, and I had to think about it for a week and watch it again, and now I have settled, and I actually like like it even more, I think, and yes. I can really live with its flaws, versus before I was like, the flaws were a bit too glaring for me, and I think now that I'm like, this is fine. I can live with them. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we've written all the scenes, like, kind of down, just like from the beginning to the end, if you guys, like, want to talk about it as we go because I feel like that's a little bit better to break down what we thought about each scene and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first scene is a really long, big, epic, like, fight scene in space. And we've got the, like, you know, Poe coming in with happy beeps, hoping to take down the Dreadnought by shooting all of those little turrets. Surface cannons. Yeah, the surface cannons. And then he, so then, and then we have, like, all the rebels fleeing Dakar, which is just recently after the events of The Force Awakens, which is crazy because, like, it literally just picks up right where it left off. And I think that that's insane. Like, did we all expect that? Or was it, like, just... Because we I were, definitely it was didn't kind think, of a cliffhanger. I definitely didn't yeah. think it would be, like, right after. Like, I don't know. Maybe I thought that... I mean, it was definitely unexpected how Luke kind of reacted, even though from the trailer you could tell that he was going to be a grump about it. But, like... I don't know, I guess I thought it would be, like, maybe a couple months later, like, maybe Ray had done, like, some training at least, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit ex- um, unexpected. Yeah. And then we had the entire scene, like, the entire thing with the Dreadnought and the, like, World War Two fighters and bombers, which was really interesting because it was, like, a mini-story in the beginning with all those different kinds of pilots just doing their duty and stuff. And seeing it again really made me, like, more, like, sympathetic towards those people. I didn't think the Rebels had this many different ships. Yeah, and I was talking to Emily about this, like, right after I'd seen the movie. And, like, that moment for me and was, like, so, like, legendary because, like, I have this understanding of, like, the X-Wing fighter. And I remember making, like, models of this when I was a kid. Like, like the Dreadnoughts, like, me and my dad built, like, versions of these in Lego forms as kids. So, like, just as a kid, so I, like, understood, like, the dynamics and how huge this battle was. I was sharing with Emily before about like how like literally like my hair was standing up on my arms when Poe was driving at this thing like f- excuse me flying at this thing because yeah. it's just like this is an impossible task yeah. and then just w- in such a legendary plane like you've seen like you know from Darth Vader to like Luke Skywalker like their navigation skills and how great pilots they are so to kind of see Poe in this moment of like just like this legendary like vehicle that he's just ma- has mastered in his own like in his own way it was crazy for me to watch this so I was like super like I know like almost all the planes like and all the like ships and stuff like that so oh, it's wow. like I put them together in some capacity yeah. so it was like really cool to like see him like just darting after this thing and like destroying it nearly no it was perfect I mean for me and it's one thing I took away from from Rogue One is that somehow the the main storyline in all the Star Wars have been sort of elitist it's always the leader story it's either Luke it's either Darth Vader and it's always nice when you go down and witness the battles without any of the big 
lead characters leading the battle or being mm-hmm. the ones that carry the story in that little sequence. You know, it's just yeah. the actual soldiers, you know. Yeah, the soldiers, uh, Rose's yeah. sister, which I forget her name. Her, yeah, like, Paige. Uh, Paige, Paige and Rose. Yeah. Paige, yeah. that's her name. Yeah. yeah. And, God, and that part. Yeah. That, that's really amazing. Just, so crazy. It just brings you in and it and it reminds you that, you know, it's a war. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, you know, when you, when you think there were Star Wars in a way, it's like, you know, it's not lightsabers that much. It's the battle and how yeah. much it takes from... from it's always sort of inspired by World War Two and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so it's always amazing to watch. I love that scene. Yeah, and they really show all of the faces of the pilots and all of their reactions, and I think that we saw that even more. Of course, Star Wars have all, has always done that, where you see a pilot blow up and burn up, but you never really get the, like emotions and i think like yeah yeah you you see it a lot especially with the young ones like that young woman who's in it she's like she's gotta be like 18 you know and she's like piloting and just charging and eventually she dies but it was it was just like even sadder because we got to be on screen with her for a little bit you know yeah Yeah, the losses felt so much more significant i feel Mm -hmm. like than like any other star wars really you start to feel it in like rogue one like Mm -hmm. like how intense the moments were with the little people yeah yeah yeah. So then we have, like, Poe going against Hux. Like, that whole, like... Basically, the beginning of that was just him messing around with Hux and, like, saying, like, I can't hear you. What's going on here? And I think that was an interesting way to just kind of start off with, this is going to be the tone of the film. You've got these really emotional scenes with these, like, really comedic, ridiculous, like you know first world problems of not being able to hear each other he's just like messing around with him like trolling him like i thought that was hilarious <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed that yeah it was his kind of humor and i um i actually was doing laundry this morning i was watching the force awakens because mm-hmm. i was bored and it's exactly the same kind of humor he starts off with when yeah. he's captured by kylo ren he's like, yeah so who talks first you talk first I talk exactly first. He's so is that yeah so is that kind of like weird humor it's almost a little alienating because it's so relatable by like real people from the real world who mm-hmm. watch the movie not people from that universe like oh yeah. that's funny like you said first world problems you know yeah, yeah. it's a, an interesting kind of humor mm-hmm. even though i liked that joke and i like poe in that sense where he's kind of comedic i kind of like the more serious aspects of the movie mm-hmm. i yeah I'm I'm glad they kind of downplayed it because I even though I thought I kind of expected it to ha- kind of have the same humor as Force Awakens did, which I'm kind of glad it didn't because I liked how serious it was. But I kind of to me the comedic points in this one, they some of them felt kind of out of place to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. So that's just how I felt about the comedic aspect. I wish they could just have stuck with more serious, but. You know, you have to throw it in at Star Wars. Yeah. And there was just so many moments. Like, there were so many emotional moments. I feel like they were trying to build some sort of, like, base layer. They needed to break it up somehow. Because yeah. yeah. there was definitely a lot of very depressing and, like, suspenseful and thrilling parts that... Yeah. So, like, I, I understand that it's needed, but... It's, like, kind of an emotional roller coaster at times. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. There's just so much going on because it's in the span of, like, 20 hours or something like that. So, it's, like, the time is of the essence. The the rebels are trying to get away and that's the idea of the whole film it's just like so small their their goal is just to survive and i loved that i loved how such short of a span it was yeah yeah. i really liked that because it felt very focused and it felt very like intense and real like we were really just just 
happen to be bystanders like during this crazy intense war yeah like just this crazy battle just one single battle mm -hmm. in the lifespan of the war yeah. so i really liked how focused it was do you guys think the directors felt pressured in order to like to stack stack these moments on top of each other because maybe how thin force awakens was as far as just like those legendary moments those legendary star wars moments like I think I think that they were they like, feel very yeah. packed on in comparison to the mm -hmm. other Star Wars movies that kind of have more of a flow. Yeah, I think it definitely was trying to add um, more, like more of a, a plot line with Finn and Rose, and I, I we'll get to that. But it's just like that was just an added element that I felt like was the weaker element, and it was kind of the B plot of the film yeah. that was like not interesting yeah, as yeah. much, and so it was just kind of like, well, why are we doing this? Like we'd rather see Ray and you know what she's doing and what's going on with her, and but they did take a lot of time with these characters, and that's what I really liked because really after this initial battle there's not a whole lot of other battles until the very end yeah. and it's just kind of like sitting and waiting and waiting for something to happen and you get to talk to the characters for a bit and watch them deliberate in this time so i guess we could move on to well okay so they jump to light speed the rebels um and then i put this like so snoke talks to kylo about how he's weak and then kylo that he says that he didn't and then like kylo's like i didn't hesitate to kill my own father like what do you want from me why do you think i'm so weak and then he goes into the elevator and smashes his mask and snoke like actually criticizes he's like why are you hiding behind your mask and so this like, is like you're not vader stop yeah. trying to be what you're not yeah. Well, yeah. You're obviously not like he's... you're so emotional you can't ever hide it why even hide behind your mask you know and he definitely knows that kylo is not really loyal to him now, one-time viewer here, so I just want to say, like, and, and I don't really get Snoke's character. Like, I feel like he yeah. falls in the dynamic of this timeline where evil, and I feel like he was where he was raised by maybe relatable evils, maybe characters that we maybe do know a little bit more of a backstory to, but I don't know, like, what is Snoke's character? Like, who, what what significance is he? Who was he trained by? Is there, I feel like that was some part that was missing for me. Yeah. And I don't think it was necessarily something that they could have put in the movie, because I could have seen how it would have drawn it out and he's maybe not as vital of a character and maybe relation. they'll bring him up later yeah. but like who oh, he's like... a force ghost yeah in the, in the, the last one i don't know it's, yeah yeah i guess it, it caught everyone by surprise like you said i mean mm -hmm. we're kind of jumping ahead in the timeline but right but just the, but... his introduction and being physically present with yeah. him was shocking yeah. because yeah. we expected him to be like that hologram like he was in yeah, the first more distant one. exactly definitely yeah and he was very present like yeah immediately like yeah. the second scene and you, know? you see how much in, how involved he is just in the life like how intertwined he is with it whereas mm -hmm. in the first movie he felt very distant like you said you're right yeah so i think it's because in the first movie he probably felt that he could trust kylo ren more but then now that he's he kind of needs to keep an eye on him he kind of needs to be close at all times like that's you know kind of just keeping kylo as his puppet yeah. basically now yeah, keep, i mean i don't know why yeah. i don't know why he felt the need to do that i mean kylo was he killed his father clearly fought as hard as he could against ray and then snoke's like you're weak like i just don't feel like where did that come from like what did he do to convince him that he was a weak person yeah. like it well, doesn't make sense i don't know i i think it's maybe it's not so much as as what kylo's projecting to snoke or what what Snoke is actually just, you know, saying to himself. Because mm -hmm. if there's one thing that 
I think has been pretty consistent, but it's subtle is that like the Sith Masters and all these movies, they have an ego that is just beyond themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous and base, and it goes it goes in t- in two directions. I, I think, uh, like Palpatine had the same problem. Like, oh, I'm so awesome, right, right, right. something, something, <laughs> you know. And, and you know, Snoke in a way, it, it's kind of like this. Palpatine fanboy like I'm just gonna get the red guards just the same and my yeah. chair's gonna swivel yeah. swivel <laughs> yeah but it tells you a thing about the Sith in a way that you know this when you become powerful you have so much like self-acknowledgement of yeah. that mm-hmm. let's see like someone who's completely unknown like Ray Ray defeating Kyle for him is like yeah what yeah, you're worth. You're a nobody. Of, How exactly. could you have defeated Kylo, who's at he, least somebody? And he even says, "Like I thought you were a Skywalker, but you're not. Yeah. Like yeah. you're nothing, <laughs> and, and but you're so powerful, anyways." And so it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, so then Kylo, like, is, but then Finn wakes up. So we have that whole scene where BB-8's like, <laughs> uh, "Finn naked, water, what?" <laughs> and then Poe's like, "What?" Okay, and then they get out, and then he's like, "Finn, buddy," and he's like, "We're right." So that's there's like a little scene there. This is where I feel like the movie got kind of choppy and kind of weird. It like was, started was right after that part. <laughs> it was, like yeah. when Finn woke up. Yeah, because like, Finn just makes everything choppy. Yeah. It was basically this movie. For me, yeah. that, for, for me, that really brought it together. That's like that brought the timeline together for me. It's like okay, this is really like right, right after. after. Yeah, like crazy. Like yeah, yeah. I mean. Some kind of Bacta he was in. It was like a water Bacta that he was like wearing. <laughs> like, okay, we've progressed to not having to actually be in a tank of water. You can just like insulate his bones, his arms, and water and everything. Anyways, um, so we have that, and then like Poe gets demoted by Leia, who slaps him on the face and says, "You're demoted," yeah. and uh, which he main... should have been honored just to be slapped. And then she's like, "No, <laughs> you were being a hothead," and it's true because he was. And I, I, the second time watching it again, I was really pissed that he didn't follow her orders. Like, definitely, I could not believe that he did that. Like, I was sitting there like, "That is a stupid. Don't do that." Yeah. Like, I thought that the first time. I thought even more the second time. Like, why would you think this was a good idea if Leia, your commanding officer, the general, thought that you should not and you shouldn't have killed all yeah. those people? And then like, you realize at the end of the movie how many unnecessary lives are kind of lost. Because of his choices. Yeah. Like, even more so when yeah. Finn and Rose lost. Because because of, of how the whole rebellion was thinking. They're like... And I love Poe, like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but yeah, like... He's such a great character, but, like, the whole rebellion needed, like, a wake-up call because they're just like, if you're yeah. if you're dying for the rebellion, you're dying for something good. It doesn't matter if you die as long as you're dying for the rebellion. But, yeah, like, yeah. But if no one's left, you can't continue on. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the, was... and they needed to realize that because, yes, all this passion and, like, this enthusiasm for the rebellion is great, but you can't fight with no people. And I think this goes back to what you're mentioning about just kind of the mentality of the Empire and with Palpatine and, like, just with the higher-ups. Like, there's an aggression that comes with, you know, being on the dark side, and I feel like from a rebel perspective and the people that practice the Force, there is a very passive, like, uh, I respond to your type of energy, and Mm -hmm. I feel like Poe was there's a frustration with him about that, like not being the person to initiate. And I think by him kind of pushing into that, he obviously didn't make things worse, but he's been seeing the rebels play defensive a lot. And he's probably very troubled by that. And you can tell that his actions are motivated by them, even though 
positive intentions, but you know, like I said, a lot of lives. Yeah, and he he yeah he wanted to be the offensive. He wanted to say we gotta hit them and to get their dreadnought down. Yeah. And like that was a big win for us. But she's like, yeah, but we lost so many people. Like that's all we have is people. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's it's so nice to see a character that is not force sensitive mm-hmm. being that active in getting in getting stuff done. Yeah. With Poe, with because, you know. Han Solo is great, but, you know, he's, like, tied into Leia in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Poe, he's, you know, he's like a hothead soldier, and it's so nice. He's such, he's such a good pilot, you know? He's so yeah. And, and that, he feels comfortable enough with Leia to bring these types of opinions exactly. up. Oh, that shot he did where he he went, um, like, he stopped, full stop, spun around, got those two TIE fighters and, like, zoomed ahead of them. That was insane. Such like, a good pilot. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And and that's the point of him because I think, and I'm going to probably elaborate this till the end, but I've, for the second time I watched it, I realized that this one in particular is, is of all the Star Wars movies, the one that has a lot of, like, little, uh, what's the word? I have a Spanish word in my hand. Like <laughs> little little messages to people, to kids about things, about yeah. leadership, about yeah. ego, mm-hmm. about compassion. Yeah, about like you not know? thinking that your heroes are really yeah. like the best people in the world because exactly. they might let you down, yeah. and like you should really kind of like not think that, and you should let go of the past. You should just like chill out. Like several characters say, "Let the past die." Luke, like. And, and Kylo and yeah. Yoda they yeah. all are like just let the past go just chill yeah. this is Disney this is not what you think's gonna happen yeah. Yeah. like anything you think's gonna happen is not going to be the way you want it to, ha- to go exactly. and that's exactly what Luke says it's not gonna go the way that you think and it's not, it's not. <laughs> and it's like it's crazy it's like they're telling the audience just forget about it. Yeah. Like, this is Star Wars, but this is new Star Wars. Yeah. Disney owns Definitely. Star Wars now. <laughs> we are in a different territory, okay? <laughs> we are taking risks. We are going at this completely differently than you thought. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's great. And it's great. And most people are still not sure whether they agree with that or not. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, some people have always lashed out at George Lucas for doing something completely weird and not really... Pleasing the fans, yeah. but then Force Awakens comes out. Oh, it, it's too nostalgic. Too yeah. There was like, it's too different from the. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, if I'm actually going to be thinking about pleasing fans, then I'm not going to make a movie in the first place. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. But this is, I, I think it's nice because it's so aware of itself in a way. Like I know what you're expecting. Yeah, I'm just not going to give you that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. It's uh, it's the time, you know, mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense. So. All right, so then we have Ray scenes. So we have, I wrote Ankto, which is where she is on that beautiful island oh, in like uh, Ireland or something. Amazing. Yeah, it's in Ireland. Amazing it's, getaway. It's amazing. Jedi's uh, train in the in the best of temperatures. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's like the most elaborate. Green and you know, there's a lot of rain. So I put uh, Luke being well, Emily put Luke being a grump because um, it's what he won't was. help Ray. Porgs, I wrote. Teats, fish nuns, and fishing. Oh, my what God. Are, because oh, did you write... <laughs> What's the tea? The teats. You know, the, like... The blue milk? The blue milk. It's oh. so good to finally know where it comes from. How did that get all the way to during the movie? How did that get all the way to Hoff? What are you talking about? Oh, you the know. The milk. I, I don't the know. The blue milk. Yeah, okay. What? Whatever. Industry. 
You know, it's so they go weird. through the. You think the little the, lizard nun sent that? It's like 24 <laughs> parsecs out of the outer Jakku. The little lizard fish nuns. These, all of these scenes, obviously, were my favorite part of the film. I thought they were bad, and like just Ray in general. Ray is so great. I just, in general, I, I love I love her. Um, yeah. So every time she was on screen, I was like, yes, I want to yeah. watch this right now. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, if it would go to Poe or if it would go to Finn and Rose, I'd be like, no, I don't want to watch this yeah. right now. Like, it would go between them. But, uh, yeah. Poe so... po was definitely a little exhausting this movie. <laughs> he was a little exhausting. <laughs> I love him, but he's He wasn't just... your face. He wasn't oh, your face. Gosh, he was crazy. So, I mean, we just have the initial, obviously, Luke throws his lightsaber behind him and you know, I was kind of like, oh my God. But then I was like, well, it's, I mean, I kind of half expected that because yeah. he, just the way he was reacting, I expected him to be a grump. He's the one who ran away. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, uh, you, I mean, would you like to talk about how Luke's character development in this? And did you see him going in that direction? Like, like he, Mark Hamill? You know, I thought he was going to be, I mean, I expected him to be kind of a recluse, obviously. I mean, he's intentionally kind of outcasted himself and, like, separated himself from the Force and is completely kind of unaware of what's going on. I expected a little more urgency when when he was at a point where he was kind of finding out, like, what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that his, you know, sister was at the head of this battle and, like, a major target on the other side of things. I would I expected, like... The old Luke, a little bit of the old Luke, even a glimpse yeah. of the old and Luke. Yeah, there was like no. And we got nothing. You yeah. Know? yeah. No, and it's it's interesting because a lot of people are confused about this. They call it the new Luke, and even Mark Hamill's like, that's not the, the Luke right. I wanted. Right, he's like, Luke is going to be the, the best Jedi. He's going to fight for everything yeah. all the time. It's yeah, but it's like, for one thing, Luke didn't really complete his training. Yeah, yeah. Eh. Being the last Jada, he didn't really complete it at the moment where he was supposed to mm-hmm. pass the threshold, in a way. Yeah. Um, Yoda, the probably the wisest Jada of all, was also a recluse. He was, yeah. And I he's, was going to know he's, that. He's, he's yeah. aware of everything, Yoda. And he's yeah. like, yeah, Aldrin was destroyed. He's Care, be- I do not. Honestly, so he's become a Buddhist. Yeah. He's yeah. basically like... Things happen. Yeah. And exactly. that's what happens. Yeah. And that's basically like Buddhism. They're like... Yeah, you don't fight shit. You just kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. And and things will happen and that things will change and people will change and that's all you can do when you're as wise as me. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he literally said, I failed, I must go into exile. Yeah. When yeah. he went against Palpatine. So for Luke it's it's much of a more intimate failure. Yeah. If you think about it. With so, his his own nephew. Exactly. Yeah. So it justifies that depression. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't really have any problem with it because I'm just trying to either. figure it out. Like yeah. I have a nephew; he's super small. If I did something as yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Like yeah. this is Jedi world, but I thought it was natural to him. Yeah, I know, but, but at least a, a little of the Luke twinkle, like in his eye, would have been nice. But yeah, you're very right. Like I didn't even think of it that way. The context and what he's been through, and then obviously sins of our father type of scenario as far mm-hmm. as like that's a great point like with Yoda like you have to think about how he was trained and who Yoda is to him mm-hmm. and even just ha- kind of getting a glimpse of that a little bit later when you know Yoda appeared it's like you see like you don't feel like that was the first time they've interacted with each other so he's definitely kind mm-hmm. of being courted in a way that's really changed his personality drastically I feel like for the you know 
the better, obviously, we find out. Yeah, and instead of becoming a whimsical old man like Yoda, he's become, like, a grump. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, the way that he sees it. But Yoda was like, oh, I'm going to just blow up this tree. (laughs) And he's just hilarious. (laughs) I, I like, hearkened him to, like, being like Dumbledore, or being like Gandalf with that, like, just kind of whimsical, like, laughing about everything kind of thing, even though everything's so serious. Like, that's the way that Yoda is. Like, even in the first movies, he's just like, I'm going to play a joke on you or something yeah. no it was great yeah and one thing i just i just thought about like darth vader aside is luke has always been this sort of like naive person who has a certain level of expectations and then something happens and goes in a different one you know oh i i just met this guy and we're gonna be so great together obi-wan dies yeah but now i'm gonna become a jada slice his hand his hand off yeah yeah but now I have the hots for this chick. No, she's your sister. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, it always brings him in a different like, direction. Yeah. So, you know, I, like, you know, the last draw is Kylo Ren, maybe. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so we think about the uh, the different characters that we got introduced to on Octo, like the Porgs and the interesting, like, practical um, puppets that we have in this film. So we've got that big, you know, I don't know, thing with the blue milk. And also the porks and the fish nuns. And they're all, like, practical puppets, which is really awesome. Like, I think that was a really good choice. And they kind of bring some character to at least this this environment that could have been so vast and, like, boring, you know? Yeah, it felt very... It did feel very Return of the Jedi to me. Like, those classic sort of, like environmental characters that mm. star wars is in some way in the scope of it you get you kind of get flybys of these different races and these different species but like since like you know uh like what were the little uh what were the little sand creatures called the like, yeah the Jawas. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah so this like like yeah. those moments like you yeah. remember those it, like, and the ewoks yes. yeah so yeah. good so like it's fun seeing like chewbacca interact with like these adorable oh, they're so cute oh my gosh i want one. Oh, when he like tries to eat the pork and then like <laughs> it's like there and it's just it's little face is oh, like this- amazing what a choice you know and that's the stuff for the kids like i feel like it's a really like it does both the adults and the kids justice by being such a like the screenplay was all the dialogue was so simple and and so to the point like i think to a fault honestly but like it's so obvious to children this is what's going on this is why we are doing this you know absolutely these are the lessons we're trying to teach you and we give you cute little characters go to the disney store and buy the pork exactly (laughs) everybody in the cast like hates the porks they're like they're such a nuisance and like even like you know chewbacca's like throws one off the side you know he's like tosses it away well yeah because he's flying and this thing's just like like, "Ah!" Yeah, so um Alright, so then we have Rebel Ship stops light speed, finally. We have gotten to that point. Yes. Um Empire shows up and we realize that they can uh track through light speed. Hidden features, man. Like uh, what, Crazy. what type of game code is that that they're putting in to where now you can just automatically track like what, what os system is that leadership this technology man? like what is this technology i was using rotary phones and now all of a sudden you're tracking my ships so. well That's... i actually in rogue one she said did you read this <laughs> she says in remember she's like looking for the plans for the death star when she's on the on scarif she's like looking through little things and one of the things she says is like 
light speed tracking or something. I missed that. Yeah. Oh, and I gosh. looked and I saw that online. I was like, oh shit. Wow. Like, you know, there's light speed tracking and Starlist, you know, and she's like, it's me. Amazing. But... Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they know crazy. exactly what they're going to. But, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, tracking through light speed. In a first sentence, it sounds okay. It almost reminds me of the first uh, Star Trek. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can beam through warp. Right. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the thing is, with Star Trek, you have a guy that says, oh, you put the formula in. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very specific. With, like, with sci-fi, yeah. you dwell into the technology of the universe. Star Wars is not the case. No. You've no. never no, had to, like, so how do these lightsabers work? Exactly. Right. But there's, like, you need a code breaker. Yeah. And he he knows Mac. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you we know, need like, one guy. It's it was so yeah. weird to try to tap into something that depended on it te- like technologically because yeah. it's not a Star Wars thing, yeah. and maybe that's one of the things that made that storyline a little weak. Yeah, for because sure. there was nothing. Emily's that... warming up for this point. That code breaker. Well, Oh yeah, we have yet to get there. We have yet to get there. We're gonna get there. You guys have your chance to talk. You just wait till that scene comes. Oh man. Um, Yeah, you're right, Carlos. It's like yeah, it's like we'd never had the science. No, no, Why no. would we ever have it now? Never. That doesn't make sense. Like yeah. this is a space opera. We don't need science. Yeah. Like. Really, how does it? Nothing makes sense, anyway. Yeah. So we just kind of go with it, and yeah. But they all—they did need codes. They need codes in the in the first uh, three movies when they're like, "Ah, casual. We need to fly codes." You remember? Like, yeah. so it's like kind of like. Yeah, but it's actually like, what's your Wi-Fi password? Oh, it's uh, THX one one eight seven. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if that's just my if it's just my inner Trekkie coming out, but I kind of liked the when they kind of got a little bit scientific, like yeah, you know, I mean, when Finn when Finn was like, "Oh, if we do this, we can go in, and then we can bypass this." And it like, is the like, Trekkie. I, I kind of like when yeah. Ray talks about like bypassing, like you know, in right. In Force Awakens, when they're I like, "Oh my god, we need a bypasser!" Yeah, and I'm like, she's like, "Bypass the compressor." Yeah. Like, so like, she said like, that so so like convincingly. You're like, "Yeah, All right, Daisy, I'll give it to you." Yeah. But you know, I kind of like that though. Like, yeah. even though I have no idea what they're saying, I kind of like that they're <laughs> well, saying it. I did it. like when she was trying to fix the ship with Finn there, and like yeah. BB-8's like talking to Finn, and she's like, "That, that, no, that, that thing. I need that, you know." Yes. And it's like their relationship is just so no, no, no. Oh my god, that, I love that part. What am I pointing to? That thing. <laughs> I love the humor in that. that. Oh my god, so much. I think it really was more hitting. Like I just love Force Awakens, but you know. Anyways, Um, so then we have uh, this battle that is mid air. As soon as the uh, Empire, sorry, not the Empire, the First Order meets up with the rebels, they start to attack them immediately. (laughs) I keep running Empire. I keep saying Empire. No, I do too. Um, Is is Empire not it? yeah, you did write Empire ship. Oh, shows I wrote up. A, I wrote Empire many times. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry, I didn't even realize. Um, well, because in because in Family Guy they go Empire stuff. That's yeah, why Empire stuff. Empire, Empire stuff. Whatever. Okay. Um, so Rebel fighter ships, a lot of them get destroyed, um, and they are just they realize that they can't go to light speed again, um, and then Kylo Ren starts to shoot things. He shoots the. The entire X-wing bay, which is just crazy. Yeah, the fighter ship bay, and they all just blow up. Oh and then God. BB-8 and Poe go flying off the door, and I'm like, but like everyone else and is like, I'm like dead. Get out about BB-8, and yeah. then he's fine, but like still, his head falls off. And yeah. I was like, BB-8. Um, and then, then we just like don't. Then we don't have anything to battle against. But then Kylo's about to shoot his mom, and he doesn't. He chokes, which is exactly what. 
Snoke told him not to do like five minutes earlier, which is crazy to me because he's just like, oh, I can't shoot my mom. And then the ex or the TIE fighters shoot her anyway, so she goes out of space. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that he choked. I think, yeah. Well, everyone is, but my point with that is... Well, you kind of you wanted her to die. <laughs> no, that was just my expectation. I didn't. She was looking at her face like I didn't. I didn't want her to die. Unfortunately, I'm actually she, really. I'm actually really glad she did it. Unfortunately, she's going to have to, which is sad. Yeah, as fun, I don't know but, how they're going to handle that one. Yeah, but, I have no idea. It's just that. Oh, come on, they CG'd Land to the Underworld. They're not going to do it. They, they it said they wouldn't do it. Like old Carrie Fisher, CG old Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's different. Come on. I'm just. I'm already happy with the CG young Carrie Fisher. Please don't bring me the old one. And I talked to Emily. Like the part that I did not like about this was this Michelangelo moment of her floating very, very like finger extended. It was pretty crazy. I would have loved I would have loved that to happen and maybe some other some sort of just different way I, I wasn't into that like I yeah. almost I kind of chuckled when it happened like I think as everybody she did yeah it was a little propelled herself like I was a little surprised but I mean oh, I mean yeah yeah I was surprised at that choice because like I knew she had the force and I've always known that because mm-hmm. like she kind of always has had that sense but she never like trained herself to do it but it's just kind of like okay now you're gonna show it in front of everybody and then like also they're not they're not freaking out or anything it's like poe and billy's like they're her daughter and she's just like they're just staring out the window like oh maybe we should open the door like, they're just not even like shocked that this is happening no, no. at all like they're like oh she's coming back oh, 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 oh open the door open the door like it's just what? And, and plus guardians of the galaxy has given me this like st- Mm. in regards to people in space mm-hmm. and them not taking space seriously. Why does everyone survive space? Why, For like how, why at least is, 10 seconds. Like, why is, can, that's not true at all. I just don't appreciate I, them disrespecting the vacuum that space is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like your body to implode or something? Space doesn't every... need your respect. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. How is every? How can everyone survive space now? Oh, like, that's so like, funny. Um, you're, yeah, honestly. But he, yeah, no, you're right. You're totally right. But I guess it, it ties in with the whole space opera. but I guess I always thought that Leia was you know she expressed her force sensitiveness through her wisdom you know she is the natural leader everyone just gravitates to her people quote her and like well maybe she just expresses the force that way unless she's thrown into space yeah Yeah. I mean she can do anything I mean she's the most badass person ever Um, agreed okay anyway so we have that scene we have uh, Kylo's choking Um, so then um, Ray finds that tree with all of the books in it and Luke's like you the Jedi must end where are you from Jakku Jakku's really nowhere um and he's just being a more of a grump I guess I did like the idea that there were some Jedi texts and that talked about the balance of the force and that there really isn't a like Jedi isn't just pure light it's both balanced of dark and light and um so I did like that aspect yeah that i thought that whole scene was huge as far as like really explaining the struggle and kind of the fight that exists in being a jedi um 
I think they really wanted to kind of like hit home that it's it is easier to you know embrace the dark side and that kind of you and in being a, a light side sort of character and having that sort of moniker that you have to realize the presence that is dark but at the same time like kind of exist in this other lane and it was so cool that she like went right up to that space I don't think that's ever before been kind of shown it's always been one way or the other there's mm -hmm. no in between mm -hmm. and her kind of existing as that character and being able to kind of manifest the energies of both felt very like we were talking about it like dr strange kind of remember yeah. that whole oh, yeah. scene yeah. embracing the evil in order to kind of well, yeah because i had brought up that i thought it was kind of strange that well i mean not strange but i thought it was kind of ineffective that the jedi would cut themselves off from either the light, like being either a light Jedi or a dark Jedi. Right, right. Like, yeah. I feel like that kind of weakened both sides. Oh, of yeah. course. So, like, if you're completely staying away from all temptations of either side, like, I feel like that weakens you. So I'm kind of hoping, like, this is my hope, that with Rey kind of touching into both sides and Kylo kind of touching yeah, into both yeah, sides, sure. that maybe we'll, like, form this new, like, crazy, awesome, like, it's like super balanced, yeah. super, super balanced. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's like, what I'm kind of, is, is like because and also with the whole, you know, Jedi's are dead, the Jedi religion is dead. I kind of feel like maybe they're pushing towards that. Yeah. I don't know cuz with 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 what Yoda and Luke were saying sounded like they needed to get a new mindset of what a Jedi actually You're right, is. and it could be seen as a weakness of the Jedi. Maybe their mm -hmm. only weakness is the fact that they're just so unwilling to even have a greater understanding of what in the like what is embodied in being this dark side character. And yeah, and Luke pushes it away too. Yeah. He's like, push away the dark. Don't yeah. even think about the dark. Yeah. Like, just ignore it. And like, but, old, like, but like, you can't. No, yeah, like everyone's gonna have lessons, their baggage. Everyone's to, gonna have yeah. their their inner secrets that they need to find out about themselves like mm -hmm. and there's there, there's no completely ignoring that no like no. it's just it's just like being tempted towards sins like well, you there you you can't like it, I'm sorry, in can't. in our own reality there's this man called carl jung who has started actually the shadow work movement who's like basically like taking what's bad about yourself and making it light like noticing that you are like the, the faults that you have yeah. and embracing yeah. them and taking your your desires like your bad desires and basically like embracing them and trying to like make them into like making yourself into a better person yeah. but like by embracing your darkness yeah. and that's like a real actual you know spiritual belief that yeah. people have like in our world and so it's like basically taking that idea and putting it into the Jedi, yeah. putting it into, like, this world that they have, you know? No, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, this is a complete tangent, but, like, Mike Tyson, the craziest person <laughs> ever, it, like, said something very, like, monumental at one point. He was saying that, like, it wasn't about him fighting his demons. It was about him embracing it. And mm -hmm. to put that into the Star Wars universe, it very much so is the future of the Jedi. And I feel like she, in a lot of ways, encompasses that. Both her and her brother kind of encompass this new age I feel like the the directors kind of wanted to put you in that headspace of the fact that these two are balancing both sides. They're both good and bad in their you own mean perspective. Kylo and, and 
Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. like, um, to, to be able to kind of play with that dynamic a little bit, and they're, they're, the the love, very loving parts of each of them, mm-hmm. and the very, like, obviously, we, like, she attacked Luke, like, that's yeah. Yeah. very non-Jedi. Oh, sure, so, sure. like, yeah, definitely, like, I thought that was cool that they brought that new dynamic. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think everyone was sort of, like, waiting for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think even, even when George Lucas was kind of, like, handling everything, there was... Because he said, George Lucas always said, like, the force is not exactly black and white, mm-hmm. it's sort of gray. I don't think he ever had the chance to actually tap into it yeah, with the prequels. Yeah, for sure. But there is something that no one has ever really, like, sat down and talked about what whatever the Vader prophecy was really supposed to mean. You know, yeah. balance to the force, nobody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Even Yoda wasn't really, maybe you misread it was. Yeah. But I, I like that... It does bring something that not only you can relate to with the story, but like you said, the fact that you're quoting Carl Jung, it's mm-hmm. like there is something that everyone can just relate to this. The fact that it's not a black and white sort of dynamic. And the I always thought that, you know, it's, it's time for the Jedi to end. I thought it was such a great uh, like starting point to something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because Rey is as passionate as a Sith. Mm-hmm. But, you know everyone's expecting so much of her even the 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 fans like oh is she ben kenobi's daughter yeah yeah. but the truth is she doesn't really have to be because it's exactly her lack of of uh origin Mm -hmm. that makes her so authentic she's so unassuming i've never seen such an unassuming character she's so like naive in the best way it's it's perfect yeah Especially for the Jedi that have this very laissez-faire attitude. Like, they're such space hippies, like, in regards to just how they handle things. Mm-hmm. So, for, like, her to bring this new dynamic... And, space hippies. I know. Like, <laughs> you weren't there. So no, but it's, like, you know, it's hilarious. Like, so it's cool to, like, see, like, changes in, like, what we've kind of all grown to understand the Jedi to be. And, you know, the future of it's kind of exciting in ways. Mm-hmm. Totally exciting. Okay, so then we have Admiral Holdo's introduction. So yes. I would also like to Dern. say that there is a real acting MVP in the Beak Nose Lady, nice. the one who's like, um, all of our Yeah, Beak Nose Lady died. <laughs> And now I guess we have Admiral Holdo. <laughs> and she was like amazing though, because the emotion on her face, but also like the insecurity that that lady expresses throughout the entire film. Like, I swear to God, like acting MVP, like she's she's so awesome. She wanted that this lady she really deserves <laughs> Oscar. Okay, I don't know who you are, Big Nose Lady, but I love you. Oh, so many, so, so many so awesome, like so many women yes. in the rebellion. Yeah. This is something that people have to like pay attention yeah, to. Absolutely. You know, yeah. From Carrie Fisher without a bra running around the Death oh, Star amazing. to this, yeah. right, know, right. I mean, so I love her. Yeah. From 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 an outsider, I say like you guys must feel really empowered. <laughs> no, yeah, so. it's she's all of the women in this film are just amazing, amazing. fantastic. I mean, even Rose, honestly. Yeah. I just... So let's so let's see what Kiefer thought of Laura Dern's character because yes. he only saw her once. Oh, my God. So... What? What does that mean? Like, he saw the movie once. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I what is that? Did you go to the bathroom every time she was on screen? No, because I, I definitely changed my thoughts about her by the second time I I, I did as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kiefer? Uh, well... <laughs> 
You know what? It's funny. As like I said, one time viewer here. <laughs> we we yeah. need we need Star your viewpoint. Star Wars. Yeah. This is definitely. I didn't no. think I wanted to watch the movie a second time, but then I was like, you know what? The fan band wants to see it. We yeah. might as well just watch it. Again. Yeah. You know what? I do not regret it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. No, it was interesting to me. Like I remember, like because I was watching um, Jess and I were watching, we went to the theater together and uh, we were watching it. So we were kind of shoulder like elbow nub- nudging each other, like because there was this. If there felt like there was this connection between like her and Poe in a way that was, was I was trying to dissect whether or not yeah it felt kind of sexual little, you're a right. little bit you're a, so right a little bit it was and weird she, and I'm not sure I kind of I kind of she's a few it. years she, she's a few years a senior but she's but you know Dern she's sprung Laura Dern is, is pretty uh, Dern Dern's got it going had on a, she had his eye like, she yeah, definitely had his she eye she did she said she liked him in the end yeah she's so. such a classic like she's such a classic character she's awesome like, so I love well, her so well done but no like uh, I, it was weird because I was trying to understand I was fighting to understand that, that, that the dynamics of their relationship and I too liked it so I was kind of I, I, I was offset by that but then I think kind of as she started continued I was thrown off as to what her intentions were yeah, yeah they and definitely keep her in the dark me. for a long time yeah, yeah, like, which I didn't, is not okay <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel that it was okay continue, yeah. I, won't, I won't go any further than that because obviously we're going to talk about that part but yeah, um, yeah that was kind of threw me off I would say but like, first impressions so like we have her introduction and she says this is the spark we are the spark that lights the fire that burns down the rebellion yeah so it's like really what are we feeling we're feeling like she's this new character we don't know anything about her poe is also thinking he's going to be promoted he's not and then we have like why are you trying to be leo who are you what are you trying to do and and what do you what's up with your weird hair and your weird outfit (laughs) like what is this lady and then he even says like poe like says to the guy next to him he's like that's the lady who like defeated these big you know this big badass battle like i can't believe it i wasn't expecting that yeah and you're like yeah you don't expect it. Like, yeah. women are fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you can't handle shit, okay? <laughs> it's like, that's exactly what he was saying. He was like, I didn't expect, you know, that. Yeah. Like, that Admiral Haldo. Yeah. So, I think that was kind of an interesting introduction to her. And although she didn't continue to be a character that we were, like, extremely warmed up to, and, like, a second watch made me like her slightly more. Yeah. So, I guess we'll get to her scenes. It's like, even in a galaxy far, far away, women aren't getting the credit that they deserve. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> her, job, her job could not have been easy because Poe just line. fighting her the whole time. Oh, I know. Like, jeez, like, you? What, come on. And, yeah. she's, she's so patient. She's very patient. But, I mean, but again, like, you know, communication. Like, I mean, but of course, even if she did communicate with Poe, like, he would have been against her the whole time because, you know, he's... Mm-hmm. He was still like, fight, fight, fight. And she was like, no, let's try and get as many people out of here alive as possible. And Poe's just like, die! <laughs> like, <laughs> so, which it, it was crazy. Like, I, I kind of love their whole dynamic of like how he was like so against her, but she was like, and you kind of had that moment of like, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to help them? Because at one point I was like, I felt for Poe and I was like, mm-hmm. it's like, lady, what are you doing? Like, Dern. Like, come on, make yeah. it, like, like right. say Tell him something. something. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Is, like, but he didn't need to know. storytelling right there. It was it so good. That is good editing. It was editing so great. You're just, you're only getting information through Poe's eyes. Yeah, he because is. Because he's so yeah. active. And it, you know, it, it kind of, like, forces you to try to sit down and, like, trust someone's seniority in a way. Yeah. But you can't because you're you always on the offensive. And, you, and in yeah. a movie, you always want to 
deep help. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but sort of like solve the pro, like alleviate yeah. the symptoms of a problem, but yeah. you don't want to treat the disease in the long run. Yeah. And yeah, this is sort yeah. of like the same thing. We want to win the war, not win this battle. Yeah. Uh, and dude, you just put that entire yeah. movie in perspective just now. No, definitely. All of the screenplay issues were just solved by what you just <laughs> <laughs> Basically like, hey, everybody just calm down. No, right. This movie's gonna happen the way it happened, right. okay? But That's it. But you're right. Everyone kind of does kind of want to be Poe. He's like this charismatic character. He's an awesome pilot. The like you've already shot. seen what he's been doing. So the hothead. You don't want him to the be hothead You don't pilot. want to feel like he's being st- like stifled by or like, counterproductive yeah exactly yeah or you know kicking himself in the ass which he ends up doing several yeah. times yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty, you just crazy. want to be seen you just want to see him behind the x-wing like yeah. doing this thing that, that's all key wanted and key wanted to just go come on go oh go gosh. fight go fight snoke man yeah <laughs> oh, oh, get in your ship and get over there Poe versus the world like <laughs> okay so um then we have Luke starting to realize that he should teach Ray and something. This, this starts with <laughs> Chewie eating that pork, and then <laughs> during the same time, uh, Luke going onto the Millennium Falcon and looking at just all of his old the places he used to spend his time and oh, and reminiscing, R two, seeing R two and R two's cheap shot of uh, showing him his sister asking for Obi Wan for hope for mm. you know for help. Um, yeah, so we have that whole scene, and that was nice, I guess, and kind of nostalgic, and then he goes on to actually decide to teach Ray after that, so that's, uh, that's all I got for that scene. <laughs> teach her something. <laughs> yeah, at least to teach her three lessons, which, so, you... yeah, did we actually, yeah, he said, he said three lessons, tomorrow, dawn, or whatever. Okay, because I don't so remember what, what those lessons were. were. I, I wrote down two of them. Okay. But you kind of wrote down that last one. Um, I... In between this scene where he tells her to teach three lessons, I have the scene where um, Poe and, uh, well, actually, no, what is it? Um, Finn meets Rose in the hangar, which is the worst scene I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) And then, (laughs) well, first of all, the entire scene was dubbed, like, like I was really weird when Rose was talking. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like she was like saying words and they were like not working. Like they were completely ADR'd afterward, and I just thought it did not flow very well yeah. in terms of editing and just dialogue in general between her and Finn. Well, I don't know if I, think so. I, I don't know if this story is is Rose the actress, but I did hear from uh, my brother in law. He works at MPC and he gets like tidbits about some films while they're being made and apparently a halfway through shooting they're like oh this person cannot act we need an acting coach right now oh my god and maybe it was rose i don't know but they they auditioned like thousands of women for that role so, like yeah. i can't believe oh, that wow. they would pick somebody who was not good at acting you know <laughs> what i mean i mean maybe she got better i don't know or maybe I... it's the nervousness of being in star wars but you're right there was something kind of off-putting about her and it kind of got redeemed a little after mm. but i yeah I'm still I, not sure even though she her. felt kind of out of place i kind of thought she was developed really no, well she's a badass character yeah it's characters just, i feel like the actress didn't give her justice like I think yeah, the just, actual execution yeah i think Maybe. the dialogue that she had to say was not very well like 
actually acted. And she's no. a cool lady and everything. I don't want to, like, be mean to her or anything. But, like, honestly, especially that scene, it was, like, dubbed. And I just was completely not feeling her emotions for her sister. And Finn's need to, like, escape to save Ray or something. Like, that whole, like, thing was kind of weird. Well, because she, I mean, she was right. He was being extremely selfish. Like, I mean, Ray or not, like... He was. The, the fact that he needs to save Ray, like... She should have tased him. I did expect him to do that because we knew him from the first movie to be, you know, kind of a runaway. Like, it seemed yeah. like that was maybe something he would do. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe he'll do that, but I don't know. I think just Rose's interaction with him, like, you're the Finn, you're, you know, the rebel, I look up to you, and then she realizes that she, he's running yeah. away. It, it just kind of was off. I felt like Finn grew the least... Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, even though they tried to force that relationship between right him and Rose too, on so everyone, like, yeah, it, yeah, it definitely felt like Finn did not do any growing. Yeah, yeah. But. So then they figure out that they can jump to light speed, and they they can track him through light speed, and then Rose finds Rose finds out, so then they're like, oh well, we can um, reverse that. We can shut off their tracker for like six minutes or something, and let them get away, and. Uh, so then they tell Poe, and Poe's like, well, let's go behind Haldo's back and do this stupid plot. Yeah, this, this, is where, this is where I feel like everything just went to shit for like 40 minutes. Yeah, 40. For like 40, 40 50 minutes. minutes. Yeah, it, the like, middle part of this movie is not the strongest part of this movie. Definitely not. And, and that's why I feel bad, because I feel like Rose was like thrown into the shittiest part of the story. Yeah. And like and, and then I, I do feel like she kind of redeemed herself in the end a little bit. Like a yeah, little bit. She got better as you're watching her, obviously, yeah. but... Because it gets you curious about her backstory. You don't know anything about her except the, uh, of the sister until they see the whole race thing in, yeah. in the casino. And she starts laying down these things about her and makes you think about, you know, this whole this whole thing in the galaxy. People, the oppressed people in the yeah. galaxy who yeah. don't have the force to defend themselves. And, and of that. course that story is, is needed and, and yeah. good. It's just, I don't know. I think watching it another time, I, get, I got yeah. more used to that, that scene with the, on the casino planet. But they, so Poe tells them that they need to um, find a master codebreaker. So then they talk to Maz and Maz is like somehow followed by a droid of some sort or something. That's like, being able to her. record her while she's having a fight of some sort, a, a union dispute, and it's a Star Wars. It was like a what's a going on? Snapchat thing, like she. It was all following her. It was all. It was on a camera? selfie stick. I don't know. Come something. on, a space selfie stick. Like it was there. I don't know. And then the I technology's think, there. Also, why couldn't they just get Maz from somewhere? Like I just felt like that was not. I would have loved Maz to come on the ship and be like fucking awesome. I know, I like this is Maz. Like, what's more important right now, Maz? Like we're all dying. The rebels are dying. Like we need you. Yeah, this whole I know, a union dispute. Yeah, 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 that was that was, that was, that was, a, was a weak moment. I agree. It was, it was a weak bet. and it was complete bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was yeah. like, what did you solve? Like what was the problem? Why did you need to solve that in that one way? Yeah, because it becomes this invisible character that you sort of need for the plan. You know. Oh, like with need... the rich people? Yeah, they're like, no, you need the key maker. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it made me feel like that matrix. We're like, find the code breaker. Feel very matrix. You know, save yeah. the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, you know, it's like it very be... specific. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I'm literally googling Star Wars casting calls right now. I'm trying to figure oh out if God. I can be in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how ridiculous you totally his part was. Like it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Who was that guy? Yeah. For all of what they were talking about for him, it was like he gets what maybe three to four minutes of camera time, and then you really have no idea who he is before. Like, and it's just, just sad because like throw uh, Benicio Banderas like, in your so face. Stop it. <laughs>
So that was a that was a good time. So then we have Poe fighting with Laura Dern, Admiral Haldo. Um, Poe wants to fight, doesn't believe that Dern is doing anything to stop the rebels. We talked about this. Why doesn't Haldo not tell anybody about the plan? What's with what is the harm? And obviously, it's because, like you said, the uh, it's just the dramaticness yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. How anticlimactic was that fight, though? Like, I really felt no connection to that that it, that entire scene for some reason. I would say, yeah. Like, Which fight? Uh, like, like the, the fight between him. Finn and um and uh, Shiny Suit. Oh, Phasma? Oh, we have yet to get to that. Oh, my God. That's like the end of the movie. You are ahead. Back it up. We haven't finished talking about the casino scene. Because I was like, I thought you liked Haldo. No, okay, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. I'm ahead. I thought we were. Okay, then we have the first Skype force call. Okay. Everybody ready for this? The first oh, one. Alsana's not. I really, <laughs> I love them. I labeled them all. There's four of nice. them. The first one is, uh, so Ray, Ray starts talking to Kylo through the forest, which is the, the coolest shit ever. Um, she sees, she sees him in her hut. And then she shoots. When she at wakes him. up one morning. She like wakes up, yeah, she, like, like you know, wakes up rubs all the time, eye boogies, rubs her eyes, rubs her eye boogies. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's like, she, she does it. That, she does it that morning, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I was like exactly doing it. Oh hey, Kyla. Like, and she oh, like, I didn't see you there. I, like just I just the build up, the on. build up to her like it's seeing so that good. it was him. Like she yeah. was just like, yeah. so good. What the fuck? Boom. And I was like, it's just showing without hesitation. Yeah, just completely just. Without hesitation, just shoots him, yes. and he's like getting his stitches out or something. Yeah, so like he's they, like, put, they put that thing like under his skin first to like heal it, and yeah, then they I like guess. just closed it over. Closed it. it over. I don't know, but then he just has a scar now, and he's even sexier. Like when he's like, I like, I, I liked his, I liked his like second skin. I liked that. <laughs> I thought it was cool. It was cool. Oh um, and, and so then she shoots like... him, and then like the best shit happens ever. He like. She runs outside, and he runs outside of, like, his little quarters, where he's getting, like, cut up or something. He runs outside, and he slides in, like, the middle of the, the, the hallway. hallway. Yeah. Like, his feet are in socks or something, and he just, like, slides out of the hallway. <laughs> like a little kid or something. And I just thought that was, like, such an interesting choice. Like, why? As far as acting goes, Adam Driver and, like, the, like just... Is, like, the, gold. Golden. Yeah. And Daisy just, does such a great job. She's such an expression-related actress. She's just yeah. so enthusiastic about her and roles. Like, like, and you could just feel the excitement when she, like, does any line. Yeah. Like, they, she's just she's they, putting her all into it it's like great it's exactly. so great they carried the film like they're such great they're, they worked with each other so well and you felt it and and it's so unpretentious yes. yeah because they're young Adam I mean Adam Dr- like Kylo Ren is still sort of a kid yeah. Yeah. through this whole thing he definitely and acts like Ray, oh, they both act like children I, I kind of like want to <clears throat> You know, I don't know what the ga- that galaxy's ages is. How does yeah. that work? But you kind of like want to know, like, how old are they? Yeah, right actually, in the story they, yeah. because yeah. it's so nice. Also, no, Ray's supposed to be nineteen. Holy shit! Yeah, well, it kind of gives you a sense of yeah. how they're speaking mm. to each other. Yeah, because it makes so much sense. <laughs> like night sky calls. It's so nice, and even <laughs> totally. and, and even for Kylo Ren because yeah. you know he has this sort of like this Sith side where oh I know the dark side I have so but this like. 
this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, hey, nice. I'm not supposed to be talking to you. My parents are <laughs> the room next door. Luke's going to come in any Hilarious. moment and see us making out. Oh, we can't do this. It's like that. It's, it's great. It's Definitely. such a good dynamic. And yeah, they do act like children because in essence, they are like, Ray has never seen anything other than what she knows yeah. on Jakku. And same thing with, uh, you know, um, uh, Kylo, he was influenced as a, at a young age by the dark side, mm-hmm. completely doesn't know anything else about like what it even means to be uh, a human or any knows anybody else other than the dark people he's surrounded with. Yeah. And yeah. So just being so influenced so young and then just kind of fighting against that is, is crazy. It's... But you do feel like Kylo know. I mean, you immediately know that he's taking advantage of her yeah. in a way. Yeah. He understands like what her weakness is and what she's trying to discover and he does in very much in a way play like this and more like this big brother mm-hmm. to her in this weird dynamic which is interesting as he's kind of like currying her through this process and her feelings. He's really trying to kind of capture this moment for her so he can use that to drive his intentions and I felt like that felt very elderly of him so same thing I'm, I'm I don't know if they addressed his how old he is as a character but he's uh, like around 10 years old yeah so yeah. he's in his 30s yeah. for sure so you so you think the dynamic is more like brother sister type I, of thing I, I, well it's interesting because I know I know that I know that uh, that Alessandra wants them to. I know. I, I think they play on the fact that they want you together. To be that. Well, there is some that. romantic tension. <laughs> there is, a and you can definitely feel it. I think the first time I watched it, I told Alessandra that I felt kind of sick by it. Like you do because you. Like, that's what you. I like, but but not for the fact that I feel like they should be like friends, like you know Ray and Finn. Like I. I, and then I think by the second time I watched it, I kind of figured out why. Because, like, I, I half liked it, half was sickened by it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's because, like, Adam Driver's hot. Like, just no no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley's hot. Like, yeah. together... You just want, like, together, together they're together. hot. And yeah. I would love them Which to be together. Which is just like John is like, and you're like, do you really want this? Yeah. Is that really yeah. what you want? But, like, I don't know. <laughs> Kylo is so crazy, and I love yeah. Ray so much. Yeah. And I feel like Ray could do better. Oh, like, for sure. So, so I think that's why I was kind of, like, sickened by it, because Kylo kind of sickens me. Like, he's just... He's so crazy. Well, but Finn's too. not it either. I no, mean, Finn's no. definitely Finn's not, not it. it. You feel like Finn's she, you can it. definitely feel that He's she weak. has outgrown <laughs> yeah. his character. I feel like, it, it, or that at least she should yeah. outgrow his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So they do kind of like this thing where he realizes he can't see her surroundings. He knows that she's with Luke. He says, "You will bring Luke Skywalker to me," and it doesn't work. So, okay. Then we have the casino scene. I'm sorry we're jumping around, but. The movie jumps around, so okay. Um, casino scene on Canto Bright. Uh, we get keep, to see all of gesture. these really cool characters, obviously, but like it's really shiny and it feels like the prequels. Continue. Keith just gestured to me to like Emily take way. Take way. What do you think about the casino scene? Oh God, it was awful. <laughs> so bad. I just I hated I hated how it like destroyed the movie. Like I know yeah. like when I first like brought this up to Kiefer, he was like. He because he, he was so blown away by all the good aspects and there were but like this scene just killed it just fucking killed murdered it yeah, like murdered bad. it murdered it like mercilessly <laughs> like even I, the second time I was like Meh. the second time I still hated it but like 
And I still don't even understand why I was trying to justify why they were doing it. Like, was it to sort of introduce the new Jedi coming at the end? Was it supposed to just kind of give an outward view of the war, like to bring I in the rich it people? Was, like, I think I it was to show understand. there are different sides of this war. There's there's yeah. a lot of different sides of this galaxy that many people don't see in the movies because we don't have time to, to show yeah. this. Which so. is weird because I liked how they brought those in, but then yeah. but then I just I loved how small and focused the movie was. And I feel like the casino scene completely yeah. threw it out of proportion. Like just was yeah. they were they were so close and confined and it was like But perfect. we needed to and remember then... that the galaxy is not just the rebels and and the, they could have brought that up in another movie. I liked it. I, I liked like, it like can't, this. Can't I liked forget. it. I liked it very yeah. minuscule. I liked it very tense and tight yeah, and yeah, tiny. Yeah, yeah. I liked it like that. This is not <laughs> very to tense. Go the way tiny you want. I wanted, I wanted it to yeah. be tight and yeah, tense. Yeah, yeah. And like, just like, the fact <laughs> that he's doing this whole Lucy like forty minutes of just like blah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. running around being crazy. Yeah. Like I just, no, yeah, it was so totally out of right. it was completely like it made the movie way too much bigger than it needed to be yeah. I just yeah I think what's happening they even advertised it a lot I'm yeah sorry. no no go, no, no go. I remember re- like watching covers of Vanity Fair and yes. you have all these slick characters yeah. with the like what is this thing am I gonna see Leia in a in a ball like oh <laughs> it's a fundraiser for the resistance yeah. Leia does but, go there in the books actually sorry yeah. continue no I know I just but it all built up to something so small, so like yeah. you said, so small and so yeah. tight, which is That's DJ telling strong. That, I thought oh, it was strong. This, this guy is funding both X-Wings and TIE Fighters, mm-hmm. yeah. so it goes to show you that not everything is black and white, but right. the build-up to that and... No, but, fun but, fact. but just to just to tell us that yeah. that was so useless. It was so useless. I agree. I think deep down there was there's is meaning in that scene. I'm yeah, just no, there, there is. Me. There definitely there, there was. Is, but like, I was story, it could have been done in a different yeah. way. It could have been done like yeah. just in a in a different movie. Like I feel like this movie didn't even need that. In no. um in the Princess Leia book, they go there because they're trying to find um information about like some smugglers that are going on and like some some issues with that and basically Leia's there to try to find information and so you're kind of like there but you know she's like winning all these tables but she's obviously like checking out like these kind of creepy people and noticing them and then it's like a, it's like a big entire scene it's like a big entire plot of this book and so I feel like that gave you a little bit more backstory than even this place did in the movie where you're watching and you're just like on Poe and Rose's side and it's just kind of like this is just kind yeah. of lame because everything's too flashy everything's too CGI yeah. Yeah. it just didn't feel like real enough no except well fun fact the tiny guy that puts coins in the TV <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Mark Hamill Oh my god. What? That's hilarious. Like, like he voiced him? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I love BB 8 though because he saved the day like once in this part and then again later, but like honestly, oh, it's just yeah. like BB 8's just Deus ex machina like yeah. every time. Like, why <laughs> did we just, oh, here's BB 8 to save the day, you know? Like, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, it's great, but. Anyways, <laughs> it's good but not good. Not great. I feel good now. I said what I wanted to say. We can, we can now continue. <laughs> also, they see the master code breaker that they need to find, which is Justin Thoreau, right? It looks like Justin Thoreau. It is, is it Justin it Thoreau? Is. It, okay. is. it is. Why the fuck would they even put Justin Thoreau in this fucking movie if they weren't going to use him in the first place? Was it really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Justin Thoreau and, and uh, the actress. Yeah, who's Rose, that girl? Rose. Um, 
her name is Rose something, and she's she's an actress, but also like a model, like a famous model, oh, like a supermodel. Okay, and I, oh, I yeah, saw them yes. at first, and I was like, "What the hell are they doing in this movie?" And then they just get arrested, and then it's DJ, and you're like, "What the f- what? Why? Why did you put Justin Thoreau? I don't understand. Like, it, just completely not going in the direction you think it's gonna go." He was a which secret is this celebrity cameo. cameo. Uh, yeah, and it goes. He, to... he didn't even get the the title of Codebreaker because even though he was supposed to be the Codebreaker, no, and Maz was like, "He's the best," and you're like, "Well, then why didn't you get him?" I don't understand. They they got some random schluck in the in the jail. Like, it doesn't even matter. Friggin' yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's weird. BBA could have got weird. them in. Or just take friggin' take BBA over there. Prince Harry was in? What am I? Oh, yeah, Prince Harry and, um... Prince William? Or and Prince William came and visited the set. Oh, but they weren't... They didn't cameo on it. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, okay, so then we have the second force Skype call, which is Ray sees Kylo when it's raining underneath the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. and then she gets really, really mad at him. She's just like, you're a traitor! You know, she, like, starts to yell at him because she realizes that she's seeing him, and then... Kylo puts doubt into Ray's mind about Luke's story with Kylo. Like, really, did he tell you what happened? So that's their kind of, like, short little story. That yeah, it's, it's, they were very intense short scenes, which I liked, because, you yeah. know, Snow could probably only bring them together for so long. And Just like, Gordon Levitt, oh my gosh, like how many people? Right, <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> um, what was Joseph Gordon Levitt? He did a voiceover. Oh, of what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some guy at the casino. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even matter now. Uh, so then we have more fighting between Poe and Holdo. Um, and then we have a third Force Skype call uh, where Kylo's not wearing a shirt. I love the Force Skype call. Oh, Alessandro was drooling. Oh my I god. Love no, he looked Skype like. Call. He has like a. He's just got such a boxy figure yeah. that it's just <laughs> his kind his of hilarious. His pants were so high. He just got those really high waisted pants. <laughs> And uh, Ray asks if he could put on a cowl or something. And then they talk about, I don't know, I can't remember. I was staring at Adam Driver. Did you see <laughs> I don't remember. Did you see my answer? And then you guys, I, you I know, bring up her parents again? You're so right. She probably does bring up her parents oh, again at that point. She's like, who are my parents? And he's like, I know your parents are. Yeah. So anyways, I don't remember what they were talking about. Do you guys? No. No. You just remember him being shirtless, right? That was like... Yeah, even key. us. Yeah. I, Keeper I, was too hypnotized <laughs> by his pecs. Even I can't like remember because I was just like pecs. staring at Adam Driver's beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly um, damp pecs. <laughs> so I read that like people were asking the, the director, Ryan Johnson, like why even do that? And he was like, well, I mean... Because Adam Driver's hot. Because <laughs> we wanted... To, like, honestly, it's because they wanted to build the romantic tension. Like, they wanted to be uncomfortable. They yeah. wanted you to say, like, Ray is uncomfortable around him. It was like, very uncomfortable. And everybody's uncomfortable, but he's, like, honestly beautiful. So it's like, whoa, okay. Like, just noticing that there is kind of a human side to Kylo Ren. And there is, like, he is an actual man yeah. who can remove his clothing like yeah. everybody else. Right. <laughs> and that's that scene. <laughs> Uh, then we meet DJ in the stupid cell, and they're like, oh, you can, you can co-break? Uh, maybe? Okay. And then he, like, exits and leaves the cell, just with, like, his little... I loved his, like, little stutter that he had. Did you like it? So like, good. I, he did He's a good job. Like, great, I mean, even he's though... such a good character actor. <laughs> it was like, the, kind of interesting. Yeah. The, <laughs> only, the only good part Damn, of the whole... Good the only good part about the whole casino scene was actually getting to see... 
Benicio play this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause, cause even though he was completely useless and totally dumb, he, he really and, was great. And he yeah. calls BB-8, he's like, what's your story, Roundy? <laughs> that was so dumb! It's so he? good, but it's so, like, it's him. So stupid. It's so typical, Roundy? like, his character. Uh, like, I know. So good. Like, why, why? Yeah. I don't know. Could it, could he have been, like, 8-Ball? Like, I don't oh know. Like, could he just, like, it's I don't so know. Funny. And then BB-8 stuns all the guards and shoots coins at the last one like a badass. And uh, Finn and Rose steal a Fabier and fuck shit up. BB-8 and DJ get them in a ship. Mm. That's the entire scene. Yeah, I guess we could just settle it once and for all and say that, yeah, casino scene. Eh. Yeah. Like, it yeah, just... Amazing. No, not, it, not, not even just it. It was like, ah! <laughs> it was like that. Like, sorry, you're going to have to make that short. Like, oh, lower. No, sure. yeah, <laughs> it was, I, I was trying to be polite about it. Yeah, I mean, there's good, there's redeeming things about it, however small, but there are some. Yeah. So... Very little. I mean, it. Uh, very little. It's it's very animal centric. <laughs> I, I did I did like those horse fox things. The fathiers, sure. That's what they're called. I had to look oh them up. Gosh. The the horse mouse. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, then we have Ray wants to know about her parents. Falls into scary hole. Yeah. Mirror scene, yeah. which was rad. <laughs> yeah, it was very mirror of uh, Erister. Erised. Erised. Yes, yeah. I said the exact thing to you when we were watching the movie. Remember, I said just like the mirror of Erised. Mm. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, yes, I did. yes, yes. Thank yes. you for backing me up. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess what I did. I guess the only thing I didn't like about it is it kind of like brought the same underlying message that Empire Strikes Back. You know. Oh, what if I go into the cave? What? Am I, oh, yeah. What's in there? Only what you take with you, and it's yourself. And it's yep. You know, it's always it's always a, a, an insightful search. The whole force thing, and it was. I guess it was a nice way to do it. I, I'm still not sure about it. But yet. don't you think Ray needs to discover that the same as Luke did when he goes in and meets himself? As long as he don't slice her hand, but. I mean, that whole like scene with Luke. And battling himself as Darth Vader was just like kind of trippy, and you're not yeah. expecting it, and yeah, and I, I kind of like that. But at, le- at least you got something from that. I feel yeah. like I feel like the ending of that scene was just so disappointing, and you're like right. you didn't get anything from it. Right, I mean, it was right. such a cool it scene, was just a sight and it was such like a lucid yeah. part that like yeah. that really harkened back to Luke's experience. But like you actually got something out of Luke's. Like mm-hmm. he, you knew in the end that he's Luke, Luke had himself. to fight him. Yeah, and, and that Luke, yeah, he was he's afraid, afraid of himself. Of his dark side. We're like. Well, you can were probably... raised. You didn't like yeah. get yeah, anything. Yeah, you didn't really get anything. Ray's so, so unaware of of what her standing really is. Because even look on the first one, it was like, oh, your father was a great pilot. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's always this sort of like lineage, yeah, yeah. about yeah. him, and he's aware of it. Yeah, Ray has no, no context. I need no someone to show me my place in no all this. Like, no what am I? She's completely no record. She's completely yeah. blank slate. Yeah. yeah. So that's... I just felt that we were reminded that Ray was a nobody way too many times. Yeah. Like, yeah. by Kylo. Yeah, by, by Luke. Luke. By yeah. the mirror. By herself. Maybe they just by wanted Snow. to, like, hammer down by... whoever fan was like, he, she's a Kenobi. Yeah. And no. Yeah, no, she's true. not. Wanted to hammer down J.J. <laughs> Abrams who thought she was anything other than just a nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Screw you, J.J. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I like that she's a nobody. I like that. No, I love that. I, I always thought, thought that she was a nobody for sure. Because I definitely always thought that there being, was being a Jedi theories. was hereditary. Yeah. But, but yeah. I like no, that it's not. It's not. It's I not. like that it's just like this 
this extra feeling that someone could have inside just anybody yeah, yeah. anybody even even that little stable even boy. Anakin yeah. was immaculate conception <clears throat> he just came from nothing yeah. <laughs> hey it's okay. true okay I know right. the midichlorian yeah, yeah. Okay. But they really were trying to drive home the fact that this it wasn't like lineage and uh, v- even very Yoda, rough. Even like Yoda just every corner, the, even they're Yoda like, "She's just, a nobody. Get over it." Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. okay, okay, we get it. Yeah, Can you just true. like, okay, like, <laughs> just got my back now? <laughs> no, but even Yoda said, even Yoda mentioning that, like, you know, the the Jedi will never kind of die in a sense. Like, yeah, it's it's bigger than the teachings. It's bigger than the books. You know, like it's kind of like a feeling. And mm-hmm. it's like a, a sense of self, I think. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, all things have the force. Yeah. And yeah. It's pretty, pretty great. He's like, you don't have the force that exists between things. Yeah. Yeah. The force was there before the Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So then we have the um, fourth force Skype call. <laughs> I was wondering how to just <laughs> lift these lissies out because she like, loves love thinking about them. We, we the best parts about the movie. There has to be First Skype of all, the best part about because <laughs> they're they're just classic A and B editing. They don't need to be in the same room. Like, it's cuts between two characters and yeah. you know that they're talking to each other. Yeah. It's perfect. But it's they're just so like, together. Like, they're so But they're linked. together. And it's, but it's like harkening back to just literally traditional story make like filmmaking you know like just that's all you need is yeah. two characters talking to each other back back and forth yeah with and just great acting that really makes good it, acting that makes, makes you it know that they're that there they together. in the same place yeah. and in this one they actually are in the same place because kylo i wrote tells kylo in her hut what she saw get close very close Fit, touch fingers sensually senses unbalanced within kylo knows his future and she thinks he she can change it Yep, that's the entire scene. <laughs> so then they, when they're touching hands, it's like they're they're together. They're in the same place. Luke sees them, blasts everything apart. Like you can't be touching. Yeah, this is not what I wanted. And they were like, "But then why didn't you tell her what you wanted?" And then maybe we wouldn't have this issue. You know, if you'd given her proper lessons. Uh, yeah. Then she wouldn't go towards Kylo, who's yeah. actually giving her attention. You yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. You're, you're going to gravitate her towards the you're thing that, that's giving you attention. That's, <laughs> that's actually listening to you yeah. instead of rejecting you. So I think a large part of this shows that Luke is really not ready and are in a place to be like a teacher, you know, necessarily. And um, he didn't think he was. He has his own, he has his own sort of, you know, uh, inadequacies. And in being a teacher, you have to, I think there's this duality you have to realize that as well as be able to embrace it and you know there's a reflection of yourself in your teaching i think he likes that like uh qui-gon like was one of like the great like kind of mentors of the star wars series and i feel like since that you haven't seen kind of like that just mastery of all elements and just realizing like who he is and who he is in the space um, so you kind of do see where he starts to, you kind of start to see through her, maybe what he potentially did wrong with Kyle. Like, um, it's he, I think it was huge for the story for you to kind of 
him to kind of drive home these three components and you see how dry the training is yeah. and then you can kind of try to relate that to what how he may be treated Kylo Ren during his trainings and you're seeing that some of the faults are I feel like in a way Luke's like there's some things that he could have done that I think could have changed the narrative well like what Emily said like rejecting the darkness outright yeah that yeah. that maybe was not the best course of action because then that makes it more appealing yeah. because you say uh, you can't have the darkness because it's bad, it's yeah. good, and and then you want it all the more because it's so appealing. It's like the thing you can't have you want the most. Yeah. There's always the unknown that you will always want to know. Yeah. And and I, I felt that he did the, the right first step in maybe starting to reject the Jedi religion, like, you know, saying that it should end, but he definitely was not heading towards, like, no. proper teachings. Yeah. No, but the I don't know. I think everyone is trying to, like say something to Ray and teach her something but in a way her own path is completely unique because this this film is is has a lot of like narrative similarities to Empire Strikes Back in a way that it's always an incomplete training mm-hmm. you know you're in the middle of war nothing's but there's always that choice of stubbornness from one character. From Luke, it's I had a vision of of Han and, and Leia suffering. I gotta go help them. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with Rey, it's so interesting because she decides to leave. Not a, not exactly because the resistance is at a turning point. No, because she knows she felt that this guy who doesn't even know has no connection to him at least not by blood or anything there's no backstory to connect him to Kyle yeah Mm -hmm. now at a point where we've just been hammered at saying she's a nobody she's a nobody she's not a Kenobi maybe she's not she makes a decision exactly do not assume that she is somebody because it, it it brings up the fact that you know the whole being a Jada is not like a privilege from the universe Mm -hmm. and she made a completely selfless choice. That's just yeah, so, yeah. how much of light side she is. Yeah. That yeah. detachment. I got to go save Kellen. You don't even know who the fuck that guy yeah. is. Yeah, you don't know anything I about him. I need to go save him. It's, yeah. That's what makes she, her so she, amazing. I saw that he has lightness in him. Yeah. And I can make him do the right thing. And she like really truly believes that, and she's so let down when he doesn't do the thing he she wants. He like half does the thing. I know. I think he's like halfway there. You uh, see, and we are gonna get to that part. Right. Okay. 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 Um. <sighs> then DJ takes Rose's smelt necklace as payment. Um. Shows Finn that there's both the dark and the light being supplied by the same people. We already talked about that. Um, Yoda appears as Luke just tries to destroy the tree. I talked about how he's a whimsical old man. Um, <laughs> drop some wisdom on Luke. Time for a Jedi to end. Ray is something new and special, like you were saying. Um, Finn, Rose, and Codebreaker get onto the, their ship. Um, they got onto the lead for uh, Snoke, Snoke ship. Snoke ship. Mm-hmm. Um, make their way to the tracker room. And then BB9E shows up, which is a character that literally had zero significance in this movie, yet they were like, BB9E is a new character. It's a new toy. <laughs> and a new is. toy. <laughs> like a robot for him? Like a little mm-hmm. a little toy for him? And all he was was a little tattletale. Snitches. Even then, he snitches wasn't a tattletale. Stitches. He had no significance. I feel like it was... He was just a snitch. Well, actually, he was a snitch. He was a snitch. Yeah. He, he it noticed that... 
Yeah, yeah, you yeah, recognize the crate, the, 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 the trash can. Yeah. Which was BBA. The trash can was over BBA. Like, which was hilarious. Yeah, that was just like. <laughs> yeah, because even so BBA funny. was trying to do the sound of the little guy. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So funny. I mean, BBA just uh. is my favorite character ever. So I just, I love BBA. So good. He does so great in this movie, too. Um, you know, obviously, other than being a good trash can, yeah. um, not like else I was biased or anything. I'm just not. I just love BBA. <laughs> yeah. um, he's so, a more whimsical R too. Like he you is. Know, uh, he is. I do like. He's BBA. so cute. Or, I'm just. Yeah. I, I'm more into C3PO. I love C3PO. Mm. He's just so annoying. He was good. Who felt, <laughs> yeah. Who felt more annoying than movie. ever in this movie? Oh. <laughs> You know what? He's like that in in all the novelizations and the comic books. He's so annoying. Yeah. He's just like, um, but you know, it needs to be cut. Customs are like this, and then he just he's very, very <laughs> obviously like trying to just follow like, <laughs> something so, that no one follows. Successfully traveling an asteroid field. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Haldo decides to evacuate, and finally we realize that she wants to evacuate. Poe is not okay with this. <laughs> And Poe's like, what is going on? We cannot evacuate. We're going to fight against you. And uh, basically, mutiny? Yeah. This is the best way to do Basically, so, mutiny. And um, then him and Billy and uh, the rest of the mutineers go and uh, take her over. Commandeer the bridge. Commandeer the bridge. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, and then Finn tries to shut down the hacker, trying try the tracker. So Star Trek. And then Finn Come and Rose, so Finn and Rose get caught. Of course they get caught, because of course this this movie is just all Which about, like, failing. disappointing. It's just all about failing. It was completely disappointing. But I liked it. I liked that they kept failing, like, you know, because Poe, oh, yeah. because Poe's not in command. He shouldn't be making these decisions, and because, no, he because he's not in command, all. and because he, he had these crackpot ideas, they yeah. weren't going to work. Because There's no way it could have succeeded. It would have fit his ego a, way too yeah. much. Like. Yeah, it, it would have been way too, like, miraculous yeah. if, like, if like this guy who's just a pilot, yeah. like, a, was like right even, along, even a commanding pilot. Like, pilot yeah. like yeah he thought his, he was... his crackpot idea should work they shouldn't no. because he's not in the role yeah and that's yeah. what Haldo says he says she says you let two people basically try to determine the fate of the entire rebel alliance yeah. like that is not it, that is ridiculous i'm not going to stand for this and this is where Dern like really just and, like and i think that like some at first the first watching i was like well let him do that and the second watching i was like yeah yeah right laura Dern. Yeah. you're correct this is stupid as fuck <laughs> and it's not gonna work out and it doesn't work out and you're correct did and they say laura just... Dern's character's name like what admiral is... haldo oh, okay. oh, is no sorry i'm just rather just say laura Dern. Color Dern, like that's all we were saying in the theater. Dern, like, man, she's so rad. And even, even and so okay, my brother has uh, opted me to say that he thinks Laura Dern acted. Her acting was really bad. And anybody would like to rebuttal against that? Hmm. Uh, hard to say. Hard to yeah. say. And she's a little stiff in, I feel like, most of her films. Yeah. Like, in most Hard, of the movies yeah. that she does. She's yeah, she kind of plays... Stiff. Yeah. She kind of does very, play a very... Um, she does have a very this very classical approach to, like, how she represents herself. And yeah. I feel like that, that sternness 
is maybe perceived as like bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess her hairdo and all kind of like implied a more dynamic and more physical projection yeah. as a character. And it I was did, a I did lot feel more like her outfit was a bit more a bit much. A bit distracting. It was distracting. Yeah. yeah. I mean I was the only thing that was missing with In her, her were those like nineties black little like things. The chokers? The, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. With the whole person like that's the only thing you need. Mm. But the the point is, her projection was more dynamic than her actual stern. Yeah. So a lot of people might have been put off by it. But yeah, on the second viewing, like you said, I kind of like looked at it from a whole different way because yeah. she's mentioned with uh, as someone with a backstory. Oh, is that the yeah. holder who did this awesome thing? Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about. And it's always about characters who have gone through certain things that make them like embrace a certain wisdom yeah and for poe is you know you're you're he's learning about leadership the hard way yeah yeah and and on the second view and you kind of like see that whole progression on poe i was just sad with finn because we were talking about his failure that poe's failure ties into his lesson mm-hmm. finn's failure doesn't tie into much tie no. and that's yeah. that's what it, makes it a little Finn's pain. failure falls yeah. from poe's failure yeah. yeah but but finn is it, finn has so he much has potential no, because yeah yeah, and they he, don't he even really talk... came from. No, nothing. the only like... time Finn redeems himself is is fighting Phasma, and that's kind of the idea is that like he's coming from being a stormtrooper and def- defecting, you know, yeah. and that's like his thing. Which I mean, didn't feel I kinda, that I kind of thought he was a little redeeming heading towards the the battering ram gun. Also, like I mean, yeah, I was kind of ready for Finn to die right there. Uh, yeah, I was ready because yeah. we didn't like ready. him this entire yeah. movie, and we're like, well, we could do without you, you know, because that's how we feel felt about his character the entire yeah. time. Yeah, and for it's... anyone judging Laura Dern, like she carries Samuel L. Jackson's arm out in Jurassic Park. Exactly. God damn it! Oh exactly. yeah, she like, is. I like, you don't no, 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 no. Dr. Hamilton no. <laughs> <laughs> My brother's not saying this. We love Big Little Lies. We love Laura Dern. Like, yeah. she is amazing. Yeah. He just thought that she was not up to par in this film. And I think maybe they didn't choose the right scenes for her. Like, maybe they maybe just not. didn't choose the right takes that she did the best she could do where you really, like, actually liked this character. Yeah. But then, again, her character's not meant to be really liked. Yeah. Like, I loved how they didn't... You were supposed these... to question her the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you were like supposed Poe to was doing. Like, Who yeah. is this person? Why do we have to listen to her? Exactly like what Poe Like, she's doing. not Leia. Like, get the hell, get Leia back in here. Why is she right. in a coma? Wake why, up. Like, why is why... Leia sleeping? No. Yeah, She so... did feel very... She was supposed to kind of have a placeholder role that you like where you were feeling like she had this certain dynamic and obviously there was a big surprise to her character like the I, I like the actual heroism that kind of existed yeah in her character but i think it was a i think it was built intentionally for her to kind of feel like this this awkward sort of mirrored version of leia like she was standing in a role like imagine you know your boss and like you're not as fully equipped for this job as some people may perceive you as being, but mm-hmm. you've like you've played your part, like you've been a huge element of this. And imagine coming in and stepping into this role where you don't have the glorification of Alea. Yeah, it is tough, and I think they 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 wanted you to feel that kind of tension of who she was versus her history, which I kind of think was good because you know with her she kind of needed to show her dominance, yeah. like with with coming in because you know of course we were kind of looking through Poe's eyes through all of this, like. Just yeah. getting this completely new leader mm-hmm. thrown onto the ship like she i feel like the stiff kind of like stern dern that we got yes was like <laughs> was really great because she really needed to like 
she really needed to prove herself and kind of like just kind of like because we're also dealing with very short amount of time yes she needed to get whatever shit done she needed to get done without anyone getting in her way which of course Poe was getting in all the fucking way so yeah I think she did great with what with what scene she had for sure yeah sorry Paolo but I thought she did well he also hasn't seen it twice and he has a different you really needed to see it twice to get dirt honestly you need to see it twice to get everything basically like I just don't I mean obviously Kiefer saw it only once but like but he still got it he still got the dirt reflecting back on it feel the dirt (laughs) feel the dirt Of this, yeah. and he's like, You're gonna stay right where you are. And then the, the door starts sparking, and he's like, Oh, okay, I think I'll go back. Yeah. You know, I, I just really like that. Um, I love 3PO. And then everybody gets on the transport shuttles to go to Crate, the old rebel mining base. Okay. The, little, the little flying fairies. They kind of like felt like. Yeah, they were like little fairies. Yeah. Like. <laughs> And uh, obviously, Laura Dern sacrificed herself, which we talked about. Um, so I then, mean, wait, scene. wait, we need to pause. We need to pause and tell we, we need to, we need to tell Never before has We have not. No, no, no. We haven't gotten to like. I'm just saying she decided to stay behind because we're. we're oh, go everyone was getting on the transport ships, and and she was saying that someone needs to stay yeah. behind. Because we have this scene with Ray shuttling to Kylo before right. we have the actual Laura Dern deciding right. okay. to shoot right. Let's, right. Let's cut our drooling out. Right. Yeah, because cut that's the best part. part. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Well, they all happen at the same part, same time, really. Um, so Ray shuttles to Kylo, which is like hilarious because she's like, I'm just going to mail myself to my boyfriend and like jumps <laughs> in her shuttle and goes. Only you would see it like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> She she wants it so bad. It's hilarious. What? I just thought it was so funny how she just <laughs> mailed herself to him. It was really funny. Um, she like looks in there. And she's like, "Hey." Oh um, so then they have this conversation in the elevator, which is like basically about her. How Kylo says that he had seen her, who knows who her parents are, but she's like, "I know that there's light in you, and I know you're going to make the right choice." And he says, "When the time comes, I know that you're going to be the one to turn." And so they're kind of like at opposite ends of the spectrum. Like they want each other to turn to their side. What is their side exactly? What what no is going on? So then we, we we know that it is later, but it's just like they're still like Ray thinks, oh, I can make him into the guy that I want him to be, and he's like, I can make her into the woman that I need to be to to rule the galaxy or something. Yeah. So that's where they start, and then they go into Snoke. And Snoke's like Ray. I see you as a person who has a lot of strength, comes from nothing. Um, you're not a Skywalker, but you are also a person who can, you know, that, that Kylo seems to think highly of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of does this weird pedo shit where he, like, touches her face and then shoots her back. <laughs> and so he's trying to, like, get something out of her. So that's where that whole scene rested. And then we, we go back to the shuttle's. Um, where Leia and Poe were like talking about how Crate was an old, old abandoned mine planet with enough power to send a message to the allies in the outer rim which is ridiculous because couldn't they do that with the big ship <laughs> I, 
I don't understand. Why? Why? The, it's a it's a thing with bandwidth. Uh, you know, what? you're dealing with parsecs and parsecs of distance. Oh, I just don't understand why they couldn't do it with like a giant ship. It was a huge ass ship. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, you'd think that that ship had a more advanced Bluetooth, but this <laughs> old ass base is gonna have better bandwidth. You know, the outer rim planets. I mean, they're far, but like, yeah. come on. Well, oh, well, in in their defense, the only way Jin could have transferred the plans went through this giant ass antenna. That is true. One. That is so, true. But she could just pulled up her phone like, boop, beep. There was a lot of gigabytes of, of data. Okay, I'm just saying. It's like, it's, oh not, it's not like you're just transferring a movie or something. You're transferring like terabytes of information yeah. like up to the, you know. It's a Janus PDF with the blue Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Oh it's huge. So, um, anyways, there's that whole thing. So then we get to... Um, the actual awesome scene of Kylo and Rey defeating Snoke. So, like, that entire thing is, like, Snoke is trying to get Rey. Kylo's sitting there, like, watching her being tortured. Yeah. Take it how you will. Also also being criticized at the same time. Also being, like, fucking put down by yeah. Snoke, who's just an asshole. Yeah. Taking, you know, Ray and, to, and basically making Kylo kill Ray. And at this point, Snoke is looking into Kylo's mind saying, I see you turning your lightsaber on the person that you hate the most, your true enemy. Mm-hmm. And he's turning Luke's lightsaber to face Snoke as Snoke is thinking this and closing his eyes and thinking this. And the lightsaber goes off and it hits Snoke. And then he, like, pulls his fingers in and it kills Snoke entirely, cuts him in half. And Ray catches the lightsaber and then they do the best battle scene in, like, yeah. all of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, and fight those red guys. <laughs> the red samurai. They're <laughs> yeah. amazing. Like, that entire sequence was, like, so heart-stopping that I, like, wa- watching it again, there was, like, this entire smile on yeah. my face. I couldn't believe it. My only, the only thing I was disappointed about and I could also love that scene, everything about it visually, um... The only thing I would say I was kind of disappointed was that it was again like this very Palpatine type yeah. of setting where this emperor, very powerful character that we know is much stronger than these two, is kind of slighted again. Like mm-hmm. I'm tired of not seeing these guys get their hands dirty. I know yeah. they've worked their way up to this point to where they're imperial and they're on their throne, their perspective thrones, but it still feels very like ah, I'm gonna shoot you with lightning or like I'm gonna push you away. Or like smashing Hux's face yeah. under the ground. Yeah, I'm you gonna show, I'm gonna demonstrate my power. <laughs> yeah, and then get outed by a very classical like Duke, like this this like yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. This is really not Duke. going to go the way Wait. you think. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not I see the lightsaber turning towards you? No, like, do, you do you not have good peripherals? It. I don't like, know. These eyes like, were closed. He was he was thinking. Poor peripherals kills him. In Very the poor yeah, It's just crazy. He's like, because his eyes were so weird on his head. <laughs> there, there was a lot of extra face. Like, yeah, just, there's like, a lot going on. No, but you're, you're right. I mean, I guess, I guess, by how awesome the lightsaber scene was, we sort of like 
we're forced to underestimate how poor, how powerful Snoke might have been. Like, if we consider his first holographic appearance in the movie... I need to pause. Okay. <laughs> so what I was saying is that with Snoke, I think the awesomeness of that lightsaber scene kind of let me you forget forget about Snoke and also underestimate how powerful he actually is mm-hmm. he used the force to like throw uh Hux down to the floor he was in a different part of the galaxy yeah he used some freaking bluetooth force like yeah. <laughs> no, he's crazy and I don't know of any Jedi who has done that except look in the end yeah mm-hmm. and it killed him mm-hmm. so my point is, Snoke is this powerful. I guess the only way I could justify the way he ended is, you know, since sort of like their downfall is their ego. Yeah. Yeah. You know, themselves. Yeah, he totally know? was. And, and that was the only thing that could justify how he died. And so, I guess, <clears throat> how unexpectedly. I did like the fact that it happened on this movie. Yeah. Because I really did not want a Palpatine like showdown in the last one. Yeah. Really yeah. Vader sure. did a screen, just screen choke on someone, didn't he? Like in one of the movies. I think like, he did. You're right. It was like a little he screen did. choke, but still yeah. not the, uh, not the ultimate power. He did do the screen <laughs> choke. <laughs> and, and not to and, mention, and he was looking at him yeah. through the screen. And not to mention so. how much energy it probably took to bring Kylo and Ray together. Like, oh, yeah. like they're in completely well, okay. separate he parts. He said of... that he did that, but like in the end, they were still connected. I'm like, was that was that him just kind of kind of being a hater? I think he a was being. Bit? I think he was boasting. It felt like a buzzkill when he said that, and yeah. you just like feel like it was all him. But I feel I like there was something it... deeper there. I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe else. he initiated it, and yeah, now that they, they knew just... that they could do it, yeah. they like they I sure hope it wasn't. They can now do it anytime they want. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, because since the link was made, that they know that there is a link that could be made. So I guess maybe not every time was Snoke, but I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. he initiated it. Yeah. And also Snoke was so... I think he just put down Kylo Ren so much. He spends all of his dialogue saying how weak Kylo is and yeah. talking down yeah. to him. And he's done the first movie too. He's like, you're such a loser. Yeah. And I feel like at a certain point, that's what Kylo got himself into. And he was like believing that about himself. And then basically now he's got to the point where he's like, I'm not weak. I can actually do things for myself. I'm going to fight against you, and you're my true enemy because you think I'm not strong enough to do this. I'm my own man. Yeah. He basically fights again. He kills his own master. Was this the point, like, where there was, like, a transition in his name? I felt like he started getting called Solo more, like... Ben. Yeah, Ben Ben Solo. They called him Ben. Yeah, yeah. Ray starts calling him Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he really becomes, like, a really strong... Like, no, more like a... Ah, uh, like a center character after killing yeah. Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It kind of like it's kind of it like the rule of two. Him yeah. to the the most important character. Yeah, yeah. On the other side, you can imagine his aggression. I mean, does he know? Uh, does he know that Leia's alive, or like, what does he know? What's he does. Going? Yeah. He knows. Okay. Yeah. But still, even after like having gone through like just offing his dad prior, mm-hmm. I'm sure he's carrying all sorts of anger and just kind of, of doubt. It's very clear he's very doubtful of like mm-hmm. his interactions with this evil of his versus like how he's affecting his immediate family, like what family he does have. So. Unless, I don't know, it, it makes me think about this weird theory that I've been having about Kylo ever since the Han Solo scene. Because, you know when he pra- like, kind of like prays to the Darth, to Darth Vader's uh, helmet? Mm. On the, you know, uh, I want to finish what you started and all that. And I go like, unless he was raised by 
whoever mm. and not their parents. Yeah, yeah. His perception of his dad would have been about of, of, of the guy who completed his role when he redeemed himself. Mm. That's what mm-hmm. Vader did. Yeah. So if he wants to finish what his grandfather started, it's not going to the dark side, but passing through the dark side to redeem himself. Yes. And with that in mind, I've always thought that it was actually Han Solo who activated his lightsaber, not Kylo. <gasps> mm. oh. He's like, Dad, I'm torn apart. I know what I have to do. I don't know if I have the strength to do it. It's okay, kid. I, I, I'll do it. For, like, yeah. I'll do it. And when when he stabbed, mm-hmm. ba- the Kylo goes, thank you. And he's even surprised yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always thought that if if actually Han Solo like, helped him kill yeah, himself, that, that, would, I never thought of that. that would make Kylo go into this journey of right. to eradicate the dark side, I kind of like have to go through through it and maybe killing my own dad through his help will yeah will make snow think that i'm more to, into his side be yes. more close to him and actually kill him that's yeah. the beauty of star wars is that you can have these like you can have these very like applicable theories about yeah, stuff yeah. that's going on because they're not so technical like mm-hmm. because they remove that technical aspect of mm-hmm. it and they like allow the mind to roam and, and the dialogue's usually so vague yeah you're yeah. just like could be anything yeah. in the in the princess leia book i actually learned that uh, her son, Kylo, or Ben, did not know that she was uh, Darth Vader's daughter um, until, like, around 10 years of age. Maybe a little bit later, like 13 years. She didn't tell him. And the Senate um, finds out that she was actually Luke, Luke, or Darth Vader's son, daughter. Yeah. And um, they go after her about that. And so it's kind of this crazy half and half, like the Senate's not on her side and um, she has to fight that and grapple with the idea that people think that just because she is the daughter of a murderer and a terrible, terrible man that she is not worthy of being a senator anymore and so she has to relinquish that. It's kind of like interesting that that even happened, that like she has to explain the, her side of the story that just because I'm the daughter of this terrible man does not mean I'm a terrible person. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I know. It's it's one of the... It's like I think the most well, important part that of book, that yeah. book. I have it. No, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you borrow it. That's the beauty of it. narrative. Like a narrative as far as like a book goes mm-hmm. and a screenplay. Like mm-hmm. this... Like, the Star Wars universe is just... Like, there's so many stories. Like, yeah, we have the movies. Canon, no, there's canon the, stories now, yeah, yeah. We have the movies, we have the cartoons, we have the yeah. animated, like, the... Mm-hmm. like this, There's just so many levels to it, so you kind of get pieces, and there's parts that you miss. Like, I never would have known that. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it was interesting. And I think people didn't realize... So they had the, the old books, they have the legends that came out, like, in the 90s and stuff, mm-hmm. and up until now, and... Um, Disney, ever since Disney bought Star Wars and J.J. Abrams decided to um, make The Force Awakens, they have basically made uh, dozens and dozens of, hundreds even, of comics and books and uh, the the Clone Wars TV series and the Rebels TV series that's all canon to the Star Wars universe. So you can read all (laughs) these things and they are literally supposed to be part of this universe. The storylines that are going on are all the people involved. Everything is like hundreds of characters yeah. that, and also a lot of the video games. Lots of video games are canon to the Star Wars yeah. universe, and so it's like which ones count, which ones don't count. It's like they have a list. Like everybody's like, this is canon. This is part of this new series, and so like kind of getting into that is like really just 
a nest of stuff. Like, it's it's really hard to know where to start because there's so many different ways to go at it that you're like, what part am I going to go at it? And it's like, I feel like not all the people really realize that you can read these books and, and know a little bit more about these characters, a little little bit more than you didn't know yeah. from the movie. Still waiting for that Django Fett movie, I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's some, there was some Legends novels from Django Fett, but there's no, I don't think there's any, like, yeah. actual, So like, many great characters. That... Yeah. Nice. There really are. It's like amazing. There's so many characters that aren't even explored in the movies that obviously, but the movies need to stand alone. They need to be, yeah. they need to, to tell their own story and to tell all these character stories that they, they involve. So, uh, okay. So then we have, um, uh, after their awesome fight, which is just rad, Kylo, like is fighting on his side, Ray's fighting on her side. And they're just like trying to, uh, they basically fight together to do this cool, like, never have we had a red lightsaber with a blue lightsaber fighting together. I know. I mean, like, isn't that the coolest thing ever? That was that scene was not disappointing at all. Like, when they were fighting, like, like I was like, man, I hope these red war little warriors aren't just like badass, like chopping blocks. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so awesome that like how that entire scene went down. It felt equally as intense. It was so rewarding, even after just seeing like this like person who you didn't think was even killable like go down and then to follow that like you're like oh shit i know it's i know it's about to happen it's gonna hit the fan now and Mm -hmm. like to see them just come out and like just battle in such an epic scene like it was like you know i've never i've always been annoyed by people yelling at the screen (laughs) and it wasn't until force awakens on only star wars film i'm always yelling i was like yeah I only cheer, and it's, and it's only the first time. The yeah. second time was I was myself, just yeah. silent. And but this first time, like yes, yeah. and everyone yeah. around me yeah. was cheering too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's Star Wars becomes almost like watching the Super Bowl. Everyone's yeah. just cheering like yeah. oh, for nerds. Yeah. The Super Bowl for nerds. Yeah. We're just like yes. I love that so much. When like when the whole audience just like just starts applauding, like I'm just like yeah. I'm just like these are my people. I think I was like clapping like just in just sheer happiness that yeah. this was even happening. Because everyone else getting excited makes you excited. Like I'm, yeah. I'm such a hype person. Like yeah. like if anyone else is like screaming or like cheering yeah. or anything, I'm just like why are we cheering? Why are we? I'm like I'm getting, I don't know why I'm getting excited. Like I'm just like oh, what should so I good. be excited about? Like. It also oh, felt like an ode to it. Uh, it felt like an ode to a lot of different type of directors that have like kind of framed fight scenes in that way. Like even just like the I saw some of the stills for the scene. It yeah. felt very Tarantino esque, like how they played that out. Right, like the like center the, with everybody around yes, them. Yes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that was awesome. Like yeah. I really enjoyed how they executed that. There's that one point where Ray like uses her like kicks someone or something and Kylo leans back and so they're basically leaning on each other like pushing forward in such a a beautiful way and it's kind of like in like a slow motion-esque yeah 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 it's amazing but they like create an angle with Uh their bodies an angle yeah it's amazing oh just just wild yeah just so great like I could watch a scene over and over again it was was really beautiful five stars yeah so okay then we have um uh, <laughs> Laura Dern says she'll stay behind to man the ship, and uh, she turns the ship and light speeds through the Empire fleet. 
before that, the the, oh, little, the part where all the little right. shuttles. So the Codebreaker snitches and tells the Empire that the transport shuttles are fleeing the ship. The lead ships start shooting the shuttles. That's what yes. happens. Yeah. Then Laura Dern decides, after some time, it's not like I mean I I, I tried to organize these well, but really it takes she her like for a lot of the shuttles to get fucking shot. minutes for these shuttles to get shot to realize that maybe she should shoot into the like oh I just gosh. feel like it was. Too many people died before she decided that, that was the best course of action. You know what I mean? But and how were and how were the shuttles still like in range? Because like weren't they? Well, they were still in range. They were still in range. Yeah, yeah. it's just. Uh, I can I, I can appreciate the distance between their decision. There's a there's a human element to that. I feel like yeah, no one that's wants true. to. No one yeah. wants she's to. She's panicking. Ultimately, she have is. to. She's have like, to they're getting way. shot. Like, what yeah. are we gonna do? You know. And, and then and then she gets like that panic. Like, I love the part where someone yeah. where where someone like messages her. Yeah. And they're, they're like, should and we turn around? And she's like, she's like, no, you're too far. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And, like, and just like the pure uh, terror on her terror, face. And then he gets shot. Like when she's like, did it? You know. Like this is my fault. They're dying. I'm getting chilled. She's talking about it because yeah. I got chills during that part. Like, that yeah. scene was so, oh my gosh. It was, it was so, so devastating, but it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like it was just, oh god. I do have a question about that, and I don't know if anyone remembers because it'll help me get to this point I want to make. How many transports were there? A dozen. Yeah, it looked at least to be like 10 to 12. I okay, say. maybe. Because yeah. it's like 12, and there's like 400 people. There yeah. were 400 people yeah. in the beginning yeah. of all this. It makes me think that. Maybe the time that it took um, Admiral Holdo to realize what she actually had to do is not exactly a real-time thing, rather mm-hmm. than just a fault in the whole rhythmic editing that's happening. Because the I problem agree with is, you. probably yes. Kylo, Kylo, and and Ray's Ray plight and... is happening at the same time. But as the problem Finn is, and Rose mm-hmm. and exactly. Right. Yes, but I can't really cut it time. as a twenty-four <laughs> episode where I'm watching. Yeah. Different, different like split view things. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm jumping back and forth, it's all kind of like. But in this same instant, this is also happening, and that's what makes it feel long. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, they start at the rate that they're shooting these transports. By the first five minutes, they would have wiped them all out. That's yeah. true. You're right. Like, yeah. How it's, long does it like take these guys minutes. to recharge? Damn yeah. it. Yeah, it's like twenty like, minutes of screen time, but really, it's like a, yeah. a minute. Yeah, of, that's why I movie. really wanted yeah. to know like, how many transport were there? Because there were either thirty. Yeah. yeah. Or, that's why this part was very difficult. Yeah. And they were yeah. tra- and they were from the beginning. They were trying to make it seem as though this wasn't a difficult. Like this was a difficult shot for them like like as far as them hitting these transports it was kind of like you know like like throwing a rock in a pool like it Mm. is was a situation they didn't try to make it a situation where they were executing this with any sort of accuracy it was kind of like they were just kind of throwing out bombs and buying time and just hitting what they could so Mm. it did feel like it was very kind of dragged out in that way and I think it made even more so the decision that she made to just like once shit started really hitting the fan and like they were really connecting with like ships and like Leia more importantly was in danger and people Mm -hmm. like very important to their this entire war were in danger like you just it was just like a switch that was flipped for her so it like felt like like probably the biggest moment for me at least in the movie when she did that like and definitely one of the most beautiful scenes like oh for sure like, like one whoever of the most whoever did that like deserves every award yeah. thing no, yeah it was it was great like because the, that was the like light. breathtaking yeah. breathtaking Amazing. Yeah. Did anyone and, and, else see that article where AMC had to post warnings because people thought that 
that the audio had cut out, like during oh, that silent part. Oh my gosh. Like a like people were co- like playing like like yo, know, there's a part of the movie that like goes silent for like ten people seconds. People were gasping in the theater like when it happened. Like, no, yeah, silent. it was really epic Chill. that it was completely it was really silent. Intense. I guess people weren't did well, you wouldn't see that coming not only because it's unusual but. Star Wars has always been about richness of sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's never any silence in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. There's so layers, and this one yeah. was just... It really just showed the absence of space. Was, like, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it like, was... realistically, you're, there is no sound. But then you focus on the beauty of yeah. what you're seeing, which is the splits yeah. of that big, big ship, and oh all the little gosh. ships that are uh, next to it, and just yeah. everything, like... Splitting in the the quickest way, but sitting and and yeah. watching this beautiful effect that yeah. that everybody has animated. That's what I can It's just amazing. It also addresses like that question. Like I'm sure someone has sat and been like, "All right, what hap- What would happen if you warped a ship?" Like, like just, just like Rogue One like, asked, "What would happen if you pancaked two yeah, you know, like, like things together and it looked amazing?" Yeah, and Star Wars was like, "This is what happens." Yeah, like in all of the sci-fi genre genres that have been out there i've never seen any Anything sort of like, like this yeah. and star wars is like yes this is what happens like a beautiful display of light and destruction and on screen and like yeah totally yeah amazing but sadly though it led up to something that i've, I've always had trouble with you know phasma is about to execute these yeah. guys mm. yeah everything explodes everything and now she's like once. 100 feet away, still in perfect formation. Yeah. yeah. And here I come again. Yeah, like, how many Phasmas are there? Yeah. yeah. It's know, like, it's... Phasmas, like, away? Like, why was she gone? Yeah. Why wasn't she, like, anywhere near them when it exploded? I feel like I was missing a shot of her flying through the air, yeah. falling gracefully yeah. and saying, fuck this shit, I'm getting yeah. these guys and yeah. killing these bastards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, For just sure. that one shot. Ten, five missed... seconds of her flying through the air. That's true. And sure. you kind of connect the dots. Because yeah. it feels a little too James Bondy. Like, oh, I'm perfect suit. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a little bit awkward. So obviously, that exact moment when she she splits through, we've got a lot of things going on. Like like you said, um, Finn and Rose are about to be killed, and that happens. So obviously, it stops them from being murdered. And then we also have Ray and Kylo fighting about which side they're gonna go on. Yeah, I think I think right at the point where where it mm-hmm. breaks, aren't they like was when fighting, they're fighting over Luke the Skywalk, Luke's uh, uh, lightsaber? Lightsaber. Um, and, and then it that snaps. entire scene between Ray and Luke, I felt like could have been clearer in the fact that, I'm sorry, not Ray and Luke, Ray and Kylo, that Kylo didn't want to save the Resistance because he just wanted to forget the Resistance. He just like was like. Because well, it brought him, it brought him pain and, and like yeah. confusion. So we're gonna like start new. Wanna... Like if basically the idea was like if you join me, we can decimate everybody on the in the first order, decimate all of the the first resi- like the resistance and just start over. Yeah. Just just become like our our own race of people. Yeah. And like I think that was his idea. And then like Ray's like, no, I need to go save my family. Yeah. Like what is up with this? Like I can't just let them go and die. Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So that was like their their impasse. But that wasn't a resistance versus First Order. That was a Ray versus Kylo fundamental, like, fight yeah. between them. And it's a slinky effect. Like, you know, like, the future of doing that just creates its own brand new sort of evil. Like, where there's light, there will be darkness. And now just... there's just gray. Yeah. Complete gray. Yeah. 
that was not there before completely yeah and we, we of course we have Hux but he's just annoying <laughs> Hux is fantastic oh, no he's great to be the bumbling idiot character yeah definitely because like we yeah. need that guy yeah. in like the idea that he's the first order like yeah. it's him and then all the first order people but basically it's like He's the bumbling idiot that does anything that Kylo wants to do. Basically. And it's a hilarious because in the first movie he like he like had that awesome like Nazi speech, speech and yeah, it was just it was so like good. I, I it was, thought it, it was like too it was super great. extra. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was great. Really yeah. Extra. Like he's he's such a teacher's pet and yeah. I like and yeah. I love him so much. That's hilarious. Just great. Remember you said on the screen as soon as you popped up the first thing you said was, Man, you need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, that's what you said. Did I really? Yeah, you're like, bro, you need to take a nap. Yeah, he looks so he looks stressed so and just tired. Hux, Dude, he's probably like skyping back to Dan Tween, like, baby, you're under a lot of stress. <laughs> his, he had some major bad. It's my job. Oh, it's no. my job. You have <laughs> no idea what his family has. No idea what's going yeah, on. Like, how are you handling friends. the new promotion? Like, terribly. <laughs> terribly. Terribly. <laughs> My my boss is a dick. <laughs> he doesn't understand me. My partner's a douchebag. Oh he hates gosh. me. Oh my god. <laughs> like he just hates Kylo so much. So much. We can't not like follow him. <laughs> but but it's, so it's because Snoke gives Kylo still more attention that Hux would rather like be getting. Kids, it's like yeah. favoring one kid over the other, yeah. but still beating them both down at the same time. Exactly. You know, oh. hilarious. So funny. so, and especially when Kylo when um. Hux goes and like Kylo's like unconscious, and like Hux goes up to him and he's just like a, about, just to, like, about to shoot him, and then he puts his. <laughs> <in his hands. laughs> yeah. Such a classic moment. So he's classic. like, did I just take this moment? Yeah. Okay. Should I so do funny. it? At the exact oh, moment, Kylo wakes up like. <gasps> Ray killed everybody. Like really, so but like Blade killed so everybody and put you unconscious. Like so all the red guys. Who is this chick? <laughs> like Hux doesn't even question him so at all. He's like, okay, well, what are we gonna do now? Yeah. And basically, Kyle's like, yeah, Ray killed Snoke and all the red guys. Hilarious. Uh, okay, like the, the the lightsaber broke, right? Like it split in half. It split in half, and Ray okay. got both both of the sides. But like honestly, I mean, it's the just... crystal is there. You just have to tape it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duct tape, you know, space tape. It's gonna be fine. It's just some space gap. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that like the fact that Hux believed that Ray did all that stuff. Yeah. Didn't even, even think for a second that she didn't just do all the things that she he just said that she did. And like his, his I guess it's because like, he hates Kylo Ren. But so he, much. But he wouldn't consider that Kylo would be, uh, like betray now. I guess. I yeah. don't think I don't think no, Hux would he like, even think that yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, I just don't think he thinks about Kylo that much. He doesn't to even, to even question it. Like he's, he's just, just like, like oh, all right, well this is the situation that we have right now, so what are we gonna do? His like his little his little like scared little like the Supreme Leader is dead Like <laughs> yeah. it was so awesome. He was just, he's just like a little kid, like oh, getting God. really mad about something. I, I love hearing him talk. Like he's I just hilarious. I love his voice. I love him in real life too with his Irish accent. It's just beautiful. Oh, Oh, he's just got the most beautiful soft accent. He's just nice how he jumps from one thing to the other. I because I really like 
liked him in About Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies of yeah. all time. And yeah. then this, you know, it's <laughs> Supreme Leader! Supreme Leader! Like, with his really high-pitched oh, voice. He's so this funny. This is General Hawks. No. He's just such a character. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What channel is me? What app? Is this face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, can he hear me? Oh, my, <laughs> oh, my God, I love him so much. So funny. Okay, so then Finn fights Phasma, which is fine, I guess. BB-8 saves the day again. They steal a ship miraculously and escape. The only ship that's still standing in the entire hangar. It's Deus Ex Machina. And then um, then they go to the rebel base. They go into crate. They fly in there. They're like, don't shoot, don't shoot. Yeah. Um, Poe is like, oh, hey, where's my buddy? He goes with BB-8, rubs him like a little dog, which is the best part ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love BB-8 and Poe. Um I did really like that. Like I, and I talked to you about it a little bit. We talked about it a little bit when we were ice skating. But like, I really did enjoy like that, like Chewbacca flying like the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that brought. Oh back, yeah, so to the battle. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like that was huge for me. Like there was st- there was these epic moments of just like just great piloting just throughout the series like but like since not since i guess before that you see han and you know chewie like in the falcon and he's just synonymous to this ship there's two in the same they're always together they've gone on ca- lord knows how many adventures in that and mm-hmm. obviously that'll be shown to us in the new movie but and there's some comics about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah but it's just cool to kind yeah. of see like it's cool and it's kind of like sad to see kind of Chewbacca flying the shit out of this yeah, Millennium Falcon yeah. which was awesome so it's cool to kind of see his direction in that but it just brings me back like to those moments where it's just like him and Han and you're kind of very reminiscent but it's like another great moment like we had Poe flying the X-Wing in the beginning and then now we have Chewbacca flying like no, this, this legendary like ship yeah. like flying the shit out of it so it's just yeah. like cool like to see that moment again and see Chewie in that role because he hasn't he always kind of does play the like the sub Role. Yeah, and yeah. to kind of yeah. see him in this <laughs> with major the little role. ports. I know, like yeah. just... and just driving around these, like these flying around these like beautiful planets. Yeah. Like I love the, 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 the I love the how they brought the planets this... to these. Yeah, they're so yeah. vibrant with crate, and it was a beautiful yeah. choice. I think with the red underneath that like ice, the sheet. white, yeah. yeah, the salt or something. Yeah. Like it well, was the red underneath amazing. the salt. It was a kind of a stupid idea to have that little guy, like that guy. The guy just like, like taste mm, it, salt, and you're like. What? <laughs> it's like thanks. I think that's just right. this is not hot. No. Yeah, you're gosh. like this isn't snow. This is salt, yeah. and you're like, okay. I'm actually sweating. <laughs> like really, I just feel like they couldn't have explained that when they were talking about it in the shuttle. Like yeah. this is I an mean, old planet, or just mine salt or something. Like, I don't know. Or just leave. Like it. really, I mean, is that necessary? They like, might have. They might have just asked for it at one point because it's why you got these crystal foxes kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wait, like, which look icy. It yeah, looks icy. It's like, this is not hot. <laughs> Make sure they understand that. Action! Yeah. You know, maybe it was that, but regardless of it's, I guess, I don't know exactly what the point of the speeder is a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what their aim was. What were they trying to attack that one big... The big shooter thing? Yeah, the, the, the whole, the, the the whole battery, point, the, the whole the point of battery battery was to take out the battery round. I didn't even like, see them how, shooting anything. Like, how would they do that? Did they have guns? Were they just going to run into it like Poe decided to? I mean, I, that, guess, like, I, I, I guess they needed to get close enough to then aim right down, right down the barrel. 
I guess. That, that's what they had said. Like, you need to... Were they one of the people going to sacrifice themselves or just drop them into the barrel like that? The, the, no, the, I the think plan wasn't clear at all. It was yeah. not clear. It wasn't. It was beautiful to watch, though. Yeah. No, for sure. It was. It was yeah. not, like, obvious what they were trying to do with that and, like, how... From what I understand, to... Finn had said that with... Since he knew the technology, he said if you get a shot right down the barrel, right. that it would work. But oh. since, but they, since they, they weren't getting shit, close so. enough... Since they weren't getting close enough and that they had already fired it up, yeah. they had to back off. Right, and right. I think that's when Finn decided that he was going to sacrifice, sacrifice himself. Which would have done nothing? Probably. Yeah, I'm like, what is... What I is... mean, if it obliterated him before he even got there... Uh, and the and these ships were Janky as fuck. These ships were the Pintos of the Rebel like <laughs> I, I, the Pintos. I wasn't exactly sure what I was seeing because I, I I'm like oh look they're Y wings but they're like really crappy. Oh, yeah. But then so they weren't. They were like speeders with a ski. Yeah, they had a little ski. But yeah. they still look like Y wings and I. Yeah. Well, the the people really? were on the left side and then there wasn't like a counterweight on the other side yeah. and then there was like a middle. So that yeah. that was kind of like the idea. Yeah. Of Which is interesting. I did like the when Poe was like, these things are janky. He sticks his foot. Through. What the hell? <laughs> I know, I know. And you're like, I okay. Mean, so bad. The, 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 like, there's ships that haven't been used in 30 years. Yeah. So. Like, you just leave any car for 30 years sitting around. Like, just fire it up. <laughs> yeah. It was like, let's fire it up for all 10 of these, you know. He would have certainly die. died just flying through just that. Jump and, the and engine, no work. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 it's just, you know. There was nothing for Finn and, and trying to sacrifice himself. I no. think, I think he, that was just a moment where it was just like, you have seen him kind of, for the most part being useless I hate to say it he and really then, was and or, then there's just like this moment of chivalry where it's yeah. just like he can yeah. maybe do something that although idiotic you're not really sure of the outcome because cause even though by this time Poe had learned like Leia had told him like you know the resistance we're escaping we're gonna be fine like yeah. just calm down stop trying to kill everyone yeah like that hadn't that hadn't quite reached Finn yet Until, like, again again yeah. they're like Feeding these messages yeah. into us mercilessly. Well, just Poe like, even says to Finn, "Back off! Don't go in there. What yeah. are you doing? Back off!" And he like actually has to be because Poe finally learned, yeah. but Finn yeah. Yeah. hadn't yeah. learned yet, and he still hasn't learned. So basically, but, Finn yeah. was trying to support Poe's character development, which is the entirety of Finn's existence in this movie, is to support Poe's character development. <laughs> like yeah. basically, that's all I had we're a doing. Weird ass theory at one point that there was there was going to be something between them. Oh, like Poe and Finn. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't together so. enough in this movie to like really develop yeah. that. Yeah, they weren't. Then like Rose maybe if they were. They were very separate. Like, maybe if they just had their now. entire scenes on the ship trying to like counterbalance Haldo or something. That yeah. would have maybe been a little bit more productive. Yeah. But it just like wasn't. Because mm. he wasn't even there for a majority of the time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Rose goes and saves Finn. And then kisses him awkwardly in the most awkward kiss I've ever seen in my life. Like, and did why? She, did she die? Like, no, she just no, she just like passed out, kind of. She right. Just kind of passed yeah. out. Which which he then carried her all the way yeah, back, like hundreds to the of place, hundreds of feet. But you know how far away they were? Like, Ten football fields. Okay. I mean, yeah, Finn I was, so was a fucking stormtrooper. I would say that he's he's sort of ripped, but we don't see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he also, just I think he's gay, and I would love for him to be <laughs> in a good way. I think it would it would say a lot about his character. I did love when the Millennium Falcon showed up, and then Kylo was like, "Shoot that 
freaking piece of trash out of the I sky. Was. And then, like, and then what? Someone said like they really hate they that really shit. Hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was Poe. I think he's like they really hate that ship. Right. And then they go flying off into that direction. Like, and then, and then Ray like shooting the little like undergun. She's like, I like this. I like yeah. shooting. And we're like, Yo, Ray, you're oh, so cool. Boy. You just said no to your lover and you left. <laughs> You know, so um. rad. I love her. And then she like shooting, and and they're going through that awesome mine, like with oh. all of the, the just like the production yeah, just looks so beautiful. Good. And they're like shooting all that. The flight scenes were amazing. Yeah. Amazing, and, no and it's a, it's a color palette that you have that we haven't seen yeah. yet. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I can't tap into that yet, but okay. the the whole the framing of the shit, the cinematography of this movie is. Yeah, really it was it was definitely a plus compared mm-hmm. to like the screenplay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and so then we have uh, the end when Luke comes and uh, yeah, is I acting like a little child yeah. saying, "I want every gun we have to aim at that man." And yeah, that. but of course, do you think do. you got him? <laughs> do you yeah. think you got him? Like that was just so Damn, satisfying. He really hates Luke, but sheesh. Like, he really hates. I Luke. guess you have to under you kind of have to understand his side of it too, in a yeah. sense. Like, like, dude, Luke is looking as crazy as I've ever seen anyone look over his body. Yeah, like, he really he's like, like, you're, imagine you're sleeping and like Luke Skywalker standing above like, you, looking like, like a freak. Yeah, know? like they they really they like, really made him look scary. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, all yeah. right, you can you there's some there's an empathy. Because there, like, like mega bad. Under his yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's been mulling, he's been mulling over this decision this all night. Right and now green. he's gonna kill you. Like, like that, that, that he got nearly as much sleep as Hux did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it's just like that moment for him was. You know, for him to be in a place where he felt like he was with this person that he trusted, and uh, as doubtful as he was being, and then to felt have felt turned on, mm-hmm. and then the same thing in in retro and like counteractively, like you have Luke this just uh, having this decision over this kid's body, like like he's sleeping, like you're just standing over him mm-hmm. making this this which moral, is unfair at all, so yeah, unfair. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you see like the issues with both of their characters, kind of, and it's just like. Man, Man, if you guys could have just like really just gotten together and talked this out, <laughs> like man, there, there's a, was there, is there no mediator no, on the ship? There's no, oh, is there, is no mediator on I the planet. Them <laughs> <laughs> you guys just need a. You guys really need a. You need some therapy. This could have really worked out differently. Need some family therapy. Come had, on. Like, had both of you made different decisions. <laughs> so let's just sit down over a glass of blue milk. <laughs> Blue milk. <laughs> just, just sat it's down over some blue milk. Just, I put some salt in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I think what was I think it was Kimmy, my little sister, who went and saw the movie with me. Um, I think she made the comment of like, you know, why'd you turn on the lightsaber like in that tent? Like, oh aren't lightsabers loud as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Oh my god. Like, why so were you true. sitting there like? And then pondering sorry. over his sleeping body, like well, should well, I do this? Well, the thing is just like radiating like heat and like sound. <laughs> it's so like, true. This like, is such like, an innuendo. I didn't really mean so to. True. And yeah. so then, of course, it'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Someone's mowing the lawn? What's happening?" So true. He's gonna fucking wake up. Yeah, he's gonna like turn over and be like, "What the fuck?" 
lightsabers. True. There's nothing subtle about nothing lightsabers. subtle no. about That's lightsaber. why there are no Jedi ninjas. Yeah, yeah. no. You see from a mile away. They're so like, I hear you. Like, coming in any case. Such a good point. Such a good point. Kyle's a heavier light sleeper, but he's clearly yeah. like. But if there's a lightsaber, there's a lightsaber above you're me. Up. I feel you're like waking you're waking up. Know. Like that's just like a blinding. There's so ridiculous. much darkness. <laughs> Can't get a good night's sleep. Ridiculous. He's like, well, I guess I have to kill everybody now because this, this uh, lightsaber movie is so upsetting. What can be rudely from my sleep? Oh my gosh! I think that was that was definitely like the extreme of the situation. You truly saw that he was far. It was far more than just being a troubled kind of like mm-hmm. adolescent in this. Yeah, that was I like, like that. for him to take it yeah. to the next level. It felt, but it did feel very uh, Anakin Vader transition when he killed the Jedi. Uh, oh yeah, he killed the little Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it felt like that. Well, they called the younglings. Yeah, younglings. younglings. It, it felt like that moment to where he really went from kind of. A to Z yeah. on the meter of like, all right, I which can't. makes sense because he was like sixteen. Yeah. So it's like to do that shit yeah. when you're like sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, and and also like I did like how it, we knew Kylo did this in the first movie, mm-hmm. and like we were obviously like aware that he had defected and that he had become the opposite of what everybody wanted him to be. Yeah. And I did like like what you said like there was a more reason behind yeah. it. Not just because Snoke was influencing him, but because he saw his master turn on him. Yeah. And that's just really what pushed it's him over Such a fragile edge. state, yeah. So fragile, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's why you sympathize with Kylo as a character. Because you think, this is why he is the way he is. Yeah. He's so... Uh, he's so sensitive. And he has such anger issues yeah. because of this, because of his upbringing, because his parents neglected him. Like his mother was a Senator off doing whatever. His father was um, doing these like, you know, races and smuggling and doing all this stuff that, that was not yeah. any, had anything to do with their own son. They Nothing. were just completely ignoring him. Yeah. And that's what made him the way he was. Yeah. And so it makes complete sense. And so you feel really bad for him yeah. and you want him to, find the light but it's so hard because yeah. he doesn't have any source of light yeah except and for like no Ray. structure yeah up until it was, je- it was and up until the point that where they decided or whoever decided for him that he mm-hmm. should be doing this training uh it is crazy i can't even imagine like being in such an unstructured environment and then mm-hmm. having to go to structure i think it's detrimental for like oh yeah person. dad i wanted to do ballet i didn't want this fucking <laughs> <laughs> But but Luke's uh, Luke's appearance in all of this was just like like I completely didn't even apply any sort of logic to him being there because mm-hmm. I was just so excited to see him in the moment, which I think turn in turn made for an even more legendary moment when you know like Kylo is like gunning him down with like the, every sort yeah. of weapon that's available, just with such a force, such an yeah. anger, like. I need to kill this man. I yeah. hate him so much. He ruined my entire life. Yeah. And he puts all of his entire terribleness on one man. Yeah. Which is not fair, obviously. But he was the moment that turned him into Kylo Ren. Yeah. And from the ashes, Luke walked through. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, he's still alive. Ah, he's still alive. And then they have this kind of fight where he's like avoiding him, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he doesn't even say that he tries to turn him. He's just like, I know that I failed you, yeah. and I'm really sorry. Yeah. And then Kylo's like, 
I don't fucking want to hear this shit. Right. You're not fucking sorry. <laughs> and he tries to kill him, and then he's like, what? Fake yeah. out. Yeah. Coolest shit ever. Not even here. Oh, no. that was so bad. But that's why you gotta watch it a second time. Yeah. I'll just say that there are a, a bunch of clues that oh, second yeah. time. Oh, for sure. Of course, he was fake. If yeah. not for the fact but that it's... all these guns were shooting him and he didn't get touched, but it's cool to see Luke's power. Crush. Like it's cool to finally see Luke. To finally see how yeah. like, how, how much he can evolved. reach. No, yeah, yeah. it's because you know that he's a beast when he's yeah. like in black in mm-hmm. the old movies, and you you know that he and has this confidence. Now. Yeah, and then he's got now, a haircut. Yeah, and like a beard, a beard cut, beard cut, and trim. Beard cut. He's projecting himself like God knows how far away Very he is. Very far kills him. Yeah, and yeah. he's a physical presence there. That's just like it's crazy. You're like wow, and Lucas. he touches Leia. Yeah, so like he's like actually physically, you know, feeling her and yeah. everything. And, you know, I, th- I think that was a nice moment between Leia and him, like yeah. having that goodbye, and yeah. she knew, and yeah. and just like having saying what he did about how, like basically, like, you never forget. No one's ever no gone. no one's ever really gone. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was like so strong, especially because Carrie's gone, and it's just even more so like emotional for yeah. every person watching that movie. Like, oh god, that yeah. is just. Just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder what that little thing was. The little. The dice. Yeah. The. Uh, I'd like to know where that came from. Yeah, I mean that was in the first. I think it was in the New Hope, and it wasn't in the next few movies, but it's like part of the production design. Um, they were just like hanging in the it. in the Millennium Falcon, yeah. right? They're just yeah. like little like I, car I, dice. That's yeah, I think they're they just were. like car dice. I guess I don't remember seeing it, but. I, no, I don't remember seeing it first, either. It's only in the first movie, and apparently it's not in the rest of them because they forgot mm, about it or something. Yeah. But they just like put it in there. I think in the Force Awakens, okay. and then they drop it in in, yeah. in this movie again, just yeah. to have some kind of like Han connection, at yeah. least with something like physical to like the Millennium Falcon. But it's not the entire Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so are we are we looking forward to CG Leia in every Star Wars? I don't so, know. I'm down. I, I mean, sort of I'm like, down. Yeah. I think they're gonna. F- I don't know where like, the story's gonna, gonna go. But... It's not like I. In me thinking that they were gonna kill her off as well, when yeah. that moment came where she was like thrown out of the, I was like okay I can understand but then that changes and yeah. then you're like okay they're not she's getting better everything's fine like what I wonder I'm curious if, if I, I don't know it's it's gonna be tricky and I think it's, it's gonna be very tricky you know, is, are we Paul walker this but thing? also yeah. be, <laughs> Fast and Furious it's gonna be 15, tricky like, because the entire resistance is gone so yeah. where is the story gonna go in general yeah um, but they did say that Leia was gonna have a really big part in the third movie mm. and Clearly, she can't. Yeah. So, what? Where are we gonna? Who's gonna take that role? Yeah. As the, um, the recruiter. And that's just the idea of her. All I know is that, you know, that they have a good opportunity for the third one now because it, this one ended in a way that, you know, episode nine, uh, episode nine can happen, one, two, three, even four years later. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. Because they have to rebuild. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a lot of story. Somewhere. It's gonna be. There's very... so much. They ha- they have so much work to do. Yeah. Ray has to finish her training, which is kind of like what happened in the Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah, exactly. there is an extended yeah. period of time between yeah. like Empire and yeah. the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. Maybe they're like, oh, do you remember what happened to General Leia? 
Yeah, she fell down that rabbit hole. Damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, I, I think it will be in the future. Yeah. I think yeah. that that's probably the best way to tackle the story so. and to start off in a place where the characters are more developed and older and and developing the resistance. Yeah. And I feel like Ray and Kylo are still going to have some kind of connection in some way, and yeah. that's going to develop and change the course of the next film yeah because they are the two protagonists yeah that's mm-hmm. it like it's ray against kylo it's the what's left of resistance against what's left of the first order yeah and they're gonna try to build up their armies and try to fight each other again yeah and, and uh maybe find some kind of balance absolutely yeah. i will I, say this is the most full i like like metaphysically full that I felt as far as a Star Wars movie goes like I feel comfortable there being some time in between the next production oh, whereas yeah. in yeah. the last few films I was just kind of chomping at the bit for well, it was also else. like a cliffhanger yeah. a little bit yeah. this one's yeah we, Has... we can sit with it for a little exactly. bit exactly yeah and there's a it's just it's such a good ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, for this one, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead. What are we? Well, well basically, that's it. I mean, the rebels um, this figure out some other Deus Ex Machina where <laughs> they can exit the actual little yeah. tunnels. Even though C three PO was like, "That's impossible. There's no tunnels." Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, there's it's not impossible." And yeah. you're like, "Really? You couldn't say that well, like twenty I mean, minutes ago?" <laughs> well, he quoted the schematics of the building, but yeah. not the. The cave itself he did say schematic so yeah maybe that kind of like i just think it was a little bit too convenient it is. Yeah. and it was like not it follow just, the fox it just follow didn't make fo- any sense like why didn't they do that in the first place they were sitting there for like an hour like honestly like what is going on why can't they just have at least scanned a scout to go yeah. check out and see if there's yeah. any exits. Yeah. Like, no one was going to do that. Like, yeah. I just feel like it was a little bit, like, yeah. loose. And obviously there was only, like, 12 of them or something. So, yeah. like, you can't do that. But, like, you know what I mean. There was this leave me alone Fido moment where yeah. your dog is like, I need to go outside. But yeah. you're like, no, we have other stuff that we're handling. And it's like, no, the, the, the foxes <laughs> are actually trying to show you how to leave this place. And then but... Ray lifts all the rocks, yeah. which was a nice thing. Because she's it like, it's nice. not just lifting rocks, but it is. And then she lifts all the rocks and Finn's sees Ray and it's sweet. It's a nice reunion. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Kylo sees Ray and she just shuts the door. Yeah. And that was just That was very that was very Godfather like I loved it. I loved it. It was exactly like that. And it was just so like I see you, you see me, I just I am closing this door. Yeah. And maybe that was metaphorical like for like closing their connection, but I don't think so. I feel like it was maybe just close. I, 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 yeah, and yeah, and like, and then in the end, she was like holding, you know, Luke's, uh, Luke's uh, lightsaber, sitting there looking at it and holding Leia's hand, like, sorry about your son, you know, and she's like, he's completely gone, and then, you know, I feel like Ray didn't really believe that he was really gone, anyways, and that there was yeah. there's still something that she can use to. Yeah. Get him to do what he wants for her. Yeah. You know, so there's that whole thing. And uh, she took the books from the Jedi books. I was really happy about that. Like, mm-hmm. that they, yeah, probably, was, probably the only books in the entire galaxy for one, because yeah. it's funny how you got Han Solo and New Hope, like, 
oh, hokey religions and strange things. Like, yeah. this thing happened like 19 fucking years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. There are no books in the galaxy. Yeah. No one reads. No. And it no makes one knows you think, anything like, other than word of mouth and exactly. legend. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I thought he was all myth. That was 30 years ago. Yeah. It's not like. It's not myth. It's like yeah. he's still alive. Yeah. So uh, It's like me saying World War II. I thought it was a myth. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Even yeah. less. Like Vietnam War. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. a myth. <laughs> Cold War. I thought yeah. it was a myth. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So we'll see what these books bring. That that's that's funny. I like that it was just just a handful of books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, yeah. just like a few things. Open that. the first book. Be yourself. Oh shit. Oh, so. <laughs> I just... Trust your feelings. Oh come on. <laughs> and what Yoda said about him, she he was like, those aren't really page turners. Like yeah. he literally yeah. says yeah. that. Like yeah. they're not really page oh, turners yeah. anyway. Imagine. They're <laughs> extremely. And he said that Ray basically knows everything that the yeah. books tell you anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Because it's just like what you opening really? up about your feelings. It's yeah. just like be true to yourself, basically. Which is what Luke was not doing and no one was ever doing. And, yeah. You know, so... There's... Yeah, so that's the end of uh, that movie. And uh, But there's something else. I mean, the actual ending in itself, the kid... Mm, yeah, that's right. That, I, that was the whole me, point of the casino. Would you the like to explain endings. explain the ending? Just say what happens and. I mean, I don't. I don't know if there are many things to explain from it. I guess you've always had this idea of, you know, the rebellion is everywhere and whoever you know, and 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 Snoke says it as well. You know, mm-hmm. you got darkness and light and and light to meet it. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as there's someone there, and I think. It, it was a lot very meta because you have the kids yeah. detailing the battle yeah and this kid you know has the ring and he uses the force to grab his room like a lightsaber mm-hmm. and it was very it reached beyond the story in itself because yeah. it told it, it proved to me one of the the very thing that I always look for in a Star Wars movie and it's you know as they're they're films for 12 year olds yeah that's what they are even George Lucas says it but the fact that even at its simplest level, it understands that it's there, hopefully, to capture someone's imagination. Mm-hmm. And as long as it does that, it'll guide someone's will to try to do better at something, try to hope for something better. Yeah. It sounds very metaphysical, but that's what Star Wars actually is. Yeah. It's a the hope. It's a whole fantasy story where good versus evil, but you touch into the gray area so that we as adults can actually relate to it. But we're still kids. I I loved it because it brought me back. Yeah. You know, I I got into film because of Star Wars and it was so nice to see that kid with the broom like, "Yeah, this is what Star Wars is, is supposed to be about." A bunch of kids like, "Yes," and then Luke came and it was awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's about that. And hopefully as far as the story goes, it'll reach on to how the resistance is going to like redo itself, mm-hmm. you know, not as a as a de facto organization, but more as an idea. We yeah. just you know balance this shit out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be great. I think especially with Ray leading and Poe leading the resistance and all of these youngins basically just starting over because we're not going to have Leia. So nope. what is she going to do to teach the people before she leaves and what she can do? And I I mean, it's really hard to conjecture about the future, but hopefully it is. Yeah, but they gave us hope that that last, that last scene with the kid with the broom. And we were like, yeah, this is not over. That There's not just going to be one ruling First Order that basically is a tyranny above all the galaxy 
that there really doesn't need to be that and like we can fight against it and actually like not let this happen ever again because <laughs> they let the first order happen and that's another thing that's like the empire happened everybody was so weary of the empire that this other also evil thing appeared out of nowhere and basically tra trumped over everyone and they didn't expect it because they weren't looking yeah and that's like what happened and they're, they're like no we can't do this again blah 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 but it happened and now what do we do no we have to start over and make sure it doesn't happen again so like i don't know what they're gonna do and how they're gonna proceed but it's also like how are we gonna do this all in one movie i don't know how they're gonna tell this story and just one other installment i mean does this really need to be a trilogy can't they do three more i, I don't understand i don't know at one point i've always thought like keeping the same budget star wars would have been an amazing tv series mm -hmm. but keep the budget as it is no. <laughs> yeah that's not please don't wild. lower that it's not game of thrones okay but you know i don't think star wars ever goes away i think it's kind of like a star trek and honestly like there's just so many stories i think we're gonna have a more than enough Star Wars. Like, I think our kids are going to still have Star Wars. I yeah, see, probably. Like, I, I don't yeah. see yeah. there ever being And I mean, half of it's because it. they want to make money, but they, yeah. you know, they put their money into the people who really care. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's and it's a franchise unlike a lot of them. And I think, um, it's funny, when I met Alessandra, we were ex discussing this, like, the question yeah. was, what what's the, what's the biggest, like, we were, visual yeah. franchise there is? And my case was Star Wars because... You know, from Star Trek, it sources TV. Mm -hmm. From Lord of the Rings, it sources a book. But yeah. the source for Star Wars is film. It's a yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know. It's just it it, it can stay on as long as it as Absolutely. it will be. That's and yeah, point. it's commercial. Yeah, it it sells Legos. Thank God it did because it brought me at a place where I appreciate it. I hope it brings some other kids into oh, that yeah. as well. Yeah, of course, definitely. My cousins. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Star Wars Land to happen. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Ever so, so patiently. <laughs> Ever so much. Nice. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be just everything we expect and more, I'm sure. It's going to be so many lines. <laughs> 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 hours and hours. I'm going to fast pass that shit. Of, of <laughs> wonderful fast cues. It's not even going to work. Hours and hours of the most beautiful production design cues you've ever seen in your life. Just I love it. I spent two hours waiting for this, but it was amazing. <laughs> but it was a really great wait because yeah. we got to see all this awesome stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's really rad um so i just got some trivia on this got an 86 meta score on imdb because emily and i really like the meta scores um it got a 91 percent on rotten tomatoes from the critics and then a 51 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes extremely divided and 90 from critics yeah on that's Rotten Tomatoes. That's really interesting. And it's, uh, I mean, it's an extremely divided movie. It's it's half between where we were talking about tonight of what we wanted, what the what some fans wanted and what some fans didn't want. And we're, what are we really willing to give in to newness and, and everything? There's a lot. And we talked about that a lot. So, you know, it makes sense that there's a 50% yeah. <laughs> audience score. It's because people are going to have so many different opinions about this and how they wanted it to go, but, you know, yeah, you can't please everyone. No. And no. everyone will yeah. have an opinion on Star Wars. You just got to let it go. <laughs> let go well, of the past. This is not going to go the way you think. <laughs> it's the only way for you to become who you need to be. <laughs> yes. Learn the lessons. Okay. So, um, then I have this 
uh, so Ryan Johnson began editing on August 15th, 2016. Her, his first cut ran over three hours, and it included full sequences that were actually cut from the final film. Aww. Which is crazy, because maybe we'll get that on the, like, extras? I'd love Ooh. to see those. Last year, the extended version? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe there's going to be, like, a, a director's cut of some sort. Maybe. I doubt that, because Disney's really weird, but... Okay, and then Carrie Fisher passed away on December 27th, 2016, which was... Yesterday! Yesterday. And uh, though she had completed filming, she had yet to record ADR, and this required significant work by the film's editors. Yeah. So, damn, they did a lot of work, because in terms of ADR, hers was the best. The Rose was the worst. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm. I did notice the editing. I noticed the cutting was awkward i noticed that a lot throughout this film that sometimes it would be just the the like standard like cuts between two characters or a plane of like you know it would be like weird i'd be like that's the complete opposite of this scene what are you doing why are you going all the way across the room to get another shot like it just didn't make sense and then it happened again like happened in the (laughs) elevator scene between kylo and ray like at one point she's looking forward she mentions kylo and then you know you look at his face it's a close-up of his face and then you turn back and it's like ray has already turned around like you didn't see the seat like the shot of her turning or anything it's like there's some just really awkward like jump cuts jump cuts yeah that you're just like why didn't you show that like why what is why did you turn that character in that one way without actually showing us Mm -hmm. and this happened like a couple times where i was like okay this is kind of weird and yeah their dialogue especially i did notice with leia she would talk and then sometimes it would show her reaction but it wouldn't be anything she said I think it was probably because she didn't do ADR, but yeah. just like yeah. no editing around Leia was, I think it was difficult. Even in Force Awakens, she yeah. was always a little bit awkward. Yeah. Carrie, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love her, but she was awkward. Yeah. And apparently, she worked on the dialogue with Ryan Johnson, and they did their scenes together and uh, tried to develop a more organic situation because she was a really good writer. Um, I just, I don't know. I felt like the dialogue was a little bit too first draft in this film for me I think it really needed some more work yeah. like yeah. generally <laughs> yeah well, it's about letting, yeah, letting the actors own their characters but that's the problem when you don't know exactly what what backstory they actually have yeah NDAs NDAs yeah they, apparently they had to uh, their every single script they got they got a new one every day when they were filming and they would let them read it, let them memorize their lines, and then they would shred them, like immediately. They would just throw them away because they had to make sure no one saw this physical, actual yeah. form of. And they wouldn't. They wouldn't have digital copies of anything. They would just give them physical copies, and then they would shred them because <laughs> they had no way of keeping. That's how they do it. They're, and they have to go in every single set. They had to go in security every time they went into set and every time they left oh, set. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? It's like extra, extra security. Ooh, terrible. That's crazy. I know. They're like really on top of no spoilers. Yeah. Like really on top of it. Which, yeah, which is crazy about how the movie actually ended up. Like, yeah. no idea. Yeah. No. I... Completely turn around. At all. So, I mean, I just had, we, we talked about this, but favorite parts, least favorite parts, what score would you give it? Like, what did you feel overall? I mean, I know we just, we talked about it in the beginning, but... Ooh. 
Anything else we'd like to close it out with? We know my my worst scene. <laughs> the casino scene. The casino. Best scene? I love that opening battle scene. Yeah? I yeah. really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um Yeah, that was mine too. Just just the flying and, and the funny the the only funny <laughs> scene that I thought I thought was funny was with Hux. And Poe. Um, and Poe. Yeah. Even though I think everything Hux says was funny. And then when Hux's face gets smashed on the ground. That's that was pretty, pretty great. That's pretty great, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, lightsaber scene for me. Yeah, I like the scene with Ray and Kylo fighting against the red guys. Is that oh, what you're yeah. talking about? That was and that, yeah, yeah, exactly. The showdown yeah. after killing Snoke and yeah. Ray's first lesson. Oh, that's just I can just stay with that forever. <laughs> yeah, very it's, nice. It's... And I think I had told Kiefer at work that I'd given it about an eighty. Eight out of a hundred. Yeah, yeah, an eighty out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because that casino scene, man, it killed it for me. Yeah. I would it say really, that. It really killed it. I would say that too, Emily. About an 80. 80. Like a B. Yeah. 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 I, I really like the uh, Poe flying the X-Wing was like huge for me. Like I, like I said, as I shared earlier, nerding out on like the X-Wing and like, like that was a special moment for me seeing him fly that and in relation to the whole story. So that as well as the Luke scene towards the end, like I love seeing Luke. Like, yeah. Luke's my boy. So <laughs> Like that whole scene and that kind of lesson, that moment that he had to kind of exchange a lesson, like if you strike me down in anger, you know, yeah. type of. So that was huge for me. And obviously, just, you know, that whole suicide shooting in, like, my ship into God, everyone else. Amazing. The yeah. spectacle there, that there that was. There were actually some very. Visually, there were so many moments. Like, there were so many moments. Um, I'm like an 80, 85, probably like an 85. Like, yeah. Yeah, I fanboyed out on like so many of those moments, like those action sequences for me, like drove the narrative in a way that was just like felt very different of Star Wars for me, where it is very narrative driven, not so much action oriented. It brought me back to those moments in Star Wars where they really focused in on the action, like, you know. Like, I remember, like, you know, Obi-Wan fighting Anakin and the, like, like that, like those moments and the scores and the music that was playing, like, it really felt like there were so many of those yeah. moments for me that yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm building like, up and you're like, oh, exactly. oh it's going to end. So I'm like, I'll give it a B plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all that being said, like, I, I give it a B plus, I would yeah. say, you know, mm-hmm. that not in a bad way, but no, as a yeah. room for growth, you know, and, yeah. you know. Obviously, we know it will grow, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, the film person in me can't really, like, score it. I mean, because you've never given A to any Star Wars film if you were completely objective. That's true, it's, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. it's not about... It's not about being objective at all. Yeah. Most yeah. of these films exist because of the context of where they come. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, A New Hope comes now because the prequels came first. If that would ever happen, then Star Wars would be a completely different thing. It's and like, the context of of human the human race just in general yeah, exactly. like where we are in life right now in 2017 oh yeah, yeah. absolutely you know? and everything is it, it's always <clears throat> mirroring a little part of things that need to be said like force awaken comes out and like your lead characters aren't it's gonna sound weird but aren't exactly why the thing that you're dealing with is a little more broad mm-hmm. you know and it's happening with films like star wars and, and a lot of things now it's mm-hmm. bringing everyone together to the questions of the now and the same in the days it was a little different in yeah. the thousands it was a little yeah. different so you know i can't really score it but 
the 12 year old in me is like yeah fuck yeah <laughs> I'm oh, you're not since, disappointed no since, yeah because what's been fun for me is i first moved like when i moved in like definitely to the u.s every december i've had a star wars film to look forward to mm-hmm. yeah you know? yeah and that's true yeah. and it's so it's so awesome you know it like, is the best this, next week yeah. next year we have han solo right the yeah. solo movie Oh, so fuck! Excited. I hope it's good. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I just hope it, it doesn't start with Harrison Ford like on a porch, like remembering. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Rocking on the no. That's so funny. No. Chew it. No, I think it's gonna be very fun. No matter what, it is gonna be an adventure. You know. So. Woo. Yeah. I th- I think our podcast was longer than the movie. <laughs> That's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm counting like two, two hours and 46 minutes. That's uh, what I'm counting right now. Wow. I'm getting my back starting to hurt. Yeah. This was yeah. this was some discussion. Um, yeah. I was thank you so much this for joining This was the most in-depth I think we've ever gone like on a movie. Yet. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. 100%. It was on this podcast. What were you saying, Carlos? I'm sorry. I was saying that I was telling her that she, you guys could do a completely separate section on just all the Star Wars movies. Oh, but seeing yeah. how, how much the wrong time on this thing was... <sighs> Two hours and forty-seven. Wow. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, but but that's all right. I don't we, care how long this podcast we is. Gotta, we still gotta close out, Kiefer. You need to sit back down, no, sir. No, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. Honestly, this both was of you. Thank you. Your insight so was so great. Great. And I mean, although we had like we didn't have too many like differing ideas, I still feel like we still got some good discussion out of this, and like obviously figuring out really getting to the root of this film and because we discussed like every single scene it was like that really helped and thank you so much guys no, thank that you. was awesome thank thanks you. This for was sure great. yeah had a good time a privilege <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, you can find us if you're still fucking listening at this point <laughs> <laughs> find us on SoundCloud and iTunes please rate us on iTunes we would love it and write a review um, you can also find us on uh, Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn on Facebook. And please like us there. Um, you can send us an email at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. And? And allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Send, yes. us, send us your comments, concerns, suggestions. What do you want us to talk about? We would yes. love to hear it. Um, and you can also find us on Twitter at, at by the popcorn. Yes. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Talk to you next time. Bye. May the force be with you. Yes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.